3: Recorded live.
1: Outside the guilty cage, indeed, and in it's limelight with Rush, ladies and gentlemen. Giving you another start to Raw Radio for Monday, May the seventh, twenty eighteen, five seven eighteen, and this is episode one forty, ladies and gentlemen. And welcome to the Monday afternoon Raw Radio show. I'm your host, the man with the guitar. However, Jared DeGraw, the mm-hmm. Iceman, Man, JD, and joining me on backup vocals and also banging away, however, if you will, on the synth. I can't even. Our synthesizer, ladies and gentlemen, is the human suplex machine, John Gross. John, welcome to number 140. Thank you. We'll be back in a second, folks. we got something to take care of, but we'll be right back in two seconds as we continue the show here in just a moment. All uh. right. Okay, we're back there, John. Sorry about that. We had to take an early call there, but we're back anyway. And yes, folks, we're here at Raw Radio. However, let's give you the number right now, one seven two four 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 seventy forty four. 444 7044 call ID one three seven pounds We have got a lot to talk about this afternoon, including the aftermath of backlash last night, the NHL playoffs, ladies and gentlemen, and so much more. John, let's begin with the NHL playoffs if we can. Are you with us still? Yep. Okay, just checking. Uh, Of course, as you know, this weekend, it was quite a weekend in the world of the NHL. Okay, and uh, let's begin with what happened on Saturday, ladies and gentlemen, on Cinco de Mayo, if you will. Of course, Thursday, Saturday night, ladies and gentlemen, the Pittsburgh Penguins traveled down to the nation's capital, Washington, D.C. They were down 2-1 after the first period. They went ahead then 3-2 before Washington scored a goal. A minute into the third, it tied at three, and from there, the snowball was on, however, and the Capitals now are within a game. That's right, folks, one game away from the conference final. And they could wrap it up tonight in Pittsburgh for Game 6, we'll have the way see, but the Capitals... Capitals dominated game five out shooting the penguins six to three. Meanwhile, the Winnipeg jets continue to fly high and defeated the national predators six to two. They are up three to two in that series, and that series will resume tonight in Winnipeg where the jets could be flying high to the conference final where they will meet the Las Vegas Golden Knights, if you will. The Golden Knights shut out the San Jose Sharks last night in Silicon Valley in San Jose 3-0 as Mark andre Fleury continues to show how dominant he is, Howard. And with it, the Vegas Golden Knights earn their first trip to the conference final. The question is, can the Predators force Game 7, Howard, back in Nashville later this week while we'll the and see. Also, the question is, can the Penguins force a Game 7 in Washington on Wednesday night with maybe their final home game of the season and maybe of the season tonight, however, in the P. P G Paints Arena. We'll have to wait and see. But also, congratulations goes out to the Tampa Bay Lightning. Of course, they earned a trip to the conference final yesterday. They defeated the Boston Bruins at home, I believe, in Tampa Bay 3-1. Our friend in Florida told me today that they are excited that Tampa is in the conference final. But, John, the NHL postseason is definitely heating up as we head down the stretch hour into the early part of the summer. Yep. And like we said, we've got some great games tonight. Of course, the Caps and Penguins will be starting off festivities at 7 o'clock, ladies and gentlemen, in Pittsburgh, 9.30. Nashville and Winnipeg will get that game going in Game 6 of that series as well. Can the Penguins force one more game, this time back in John's Neck of the Woods? Or is their season going to crash here in my hometown of Pittsburgh, Howard, the home of Fonzie, the Heartbreak Kid, and myself? We'll find out here just after 7 tonight. And then, as we said, at 9.30 tonight, Howard, Nashville and Winnipeg will get it on. But speaking of backlash, Ladies and gentlemen, and heat, however, let's talk about last night's show. John, a lot of people were really not very impressed about last night's show, however, and as a result, there has been a lot of tempers being flared up, however, since the show last night. Uh, before we break down the matches individually, John, I'm going to get your early assessment of backlash. What were your thoughts last night?
4: It was, it was horrible.
1: horrible. I would agree. I would definitely agree. And there was a lot of people talking about it was probably maybe the worst show of the year. In fact, some people were talking about what happened throughout the show. However, this shouldn't even happen. They should have just canceled the show altogether. Why they didn't, I don't understand. Of course, tonight they are in Uniondale. New York, just outside of Long Island, if you will, at the Nassau Memorial Veterans Coliseum. Tomorrow night, they will be in Baltimore, if you will, and then they head over to Europe, if you will, for a big two-week tour. However, in cities like London, Paris, Dublin, Edinburgh, Glasgow, uh, Berlin, Rome. Barcelona, Madrid, Lisbon. I mean, it's going to be crazy. Next week, ladies and gentlemen, however, while we're doing the show, however, we will be keeping you up to date with the raw updated results on a tape delay, however, that they will be taping the show live, however, live from the O2 Arena in London. Now, this comes on the verge, of course, flight life before the big royal wedding between Prince Harry and Meghan Markle, of course, which is a week from Saturday, and we, of course, would like to wish the newlyweds and the royal family our best, however, for next week's big ceremony, but, folks, it's going to be very interesting. In the meantime, folks, how that's some of the news we got coming up right now. However, we will talk about more about backlash here in the aftermath that happened here in just a few moments. But in the meantime, however, let's remind you that tonight at 11.30 p.m., however, on Facebook.com, check out John's rant, however. He will have a lot to talk about last night's show. He will also talk, I'm sure, about the NHL playoffs, a little bit of the NBA postseason as well. But also he'll be giving you his take of Monday Night Raw, however, as it will be coming to you live from the island in Uniondale. So, folks, that is going to be a very action-packed show. Be sure to check that out just after 11.30 tonight, ladies and gentlemen, on Facebook.com. Also, ladies and gentlemen, we want to say yesterday congratulations to Mr. WCW and the WCW Radio Network family. However, we celebrated our third-year anniversary officially yesterday, however. But coming up this Friday night, however, history will be in the making. And why it will be in the making, we will let you know later this afternoon as we hope to have more guests on the show, including King NWO, Gerard T. Smith, the Black Widow, Michelle Lynn Dodds, Mr. WCW, himself, Chad Hinshaw, and, of course, our good friend, the Heartbreak Kid at and let's just say it is going to be a fun event, Eric, coming up for all you fans out there later this week here on the Radio Network, and we'll tell you why later on this afternoon. In the meantime, right now, John is going to give us our birthdays and dates from the last three days, and when John concludes with that, folks, we will start talking about the aftermath of backlash and what kind of mood we felt before and after the event this past week. So let's turn it over to John right now. Alright, 113
4: years ago today, George Hackenschmidt beat Tom Jenkins. Hmm. 34 years ago today in Greensboro, North Carolina, Wahoo McDaniel and Mark Youngblood beat the Briscoes to win the NWA World
1: Tag Team Championship. And, of course, Greensboro, not far from our fearless leader, Mr. WCW's neck of the woods nearby in Trinity, North Carolina, about 30, 35, 40 minutes away along the I-40 and I-95 corridor.
4: 32 years ago, today, a world-class championship wrestling presented the second Von Erich Memorial Parade of Champions.
1: Yes, and this was a big crowd. I believe this was in the Texas Stadium. Is that right, or was it the Yeah, Texas Stadium, that's what I thought. And I think that was the same event that Ric Flair defeated Kerry Von Erich to win the NWA title. No, it
4: was uh, Ric Flair and Kerry Von Erich fighting to a double countout. Oh, okay, and- yeah.
1: Okay, I was thinking Kerry Von Erich because I know he defeated Kerry at one time, and he held did uh, Kerry Von Erich for three weeks that belt before dropping the belt back to Flair in Japan. But I know what you're saying. Yes. Twenty-three
4: years ago today, Frontier Martial Arts Wrestling brass knuckles champion Atoshi Onida defeated his protege Hayabusa in a no ropes, exploding barbed wire, exploding cage death
1: match. Whoa. And you talk about Hayabusa, of course, a very, very big legend who we sadly lost just a few years ago. Sadly,
4: yeah. Um, 17 years ago today, WWE presented Insurrection. Yes. Yep. Yeah. All right, six that's 16 years ago today. WWF changed their name to WWE.
1: Just correct. days
4: after the Court of Appeal for England and Wales upheld an October 2000, 2001 ruling, alleging that the WWE was in breach of an agreement with the Worldwide Fund for Nature. That's right. The two companies shared the initials since 1979. But the court ruled the WWE Federation violated a 1994 agreement limited in their use of the initials.
3: Hmm. Under the ruling,
4: all mentions of the WWE initials and the old logos
1: would be
3: censored.
1: Interesting. And before we continue on, John, I just want to point out, ladies and gentlemen, I did hear just something a few moments ago real quick, Howard. I want to tell you all, uh, coming up tonight, Howard, in the WWE Network, right after Monday Night Raw, watch table for three. AJ Styles, Shane McMahon, and Kurt Angle will be your special guests at the table, however. And also, ladies and gentlemen, we understand that the Miz will be in a qualifying match this Tuesday night, tomorrow night in Baltimore, to see who his participant will be at Money in the Bank. Also, we understand Total Divas has just been renewed for two more years by the E! Network House, so congratulations to them as they will be doing Seasons 8 and
4: 9. The WWE were also looking to appeal the ruling to the House of Lords, but decided against it. But in 2003, WWE won a judgment, allowing them to market classic video games with the old WWF Scratch
1: logo. Excuse me. Yes, that's correct.
4: And in 2012, nine years later, they reached a settlement over the use of the initials and Scratch logo. That is right. Allowing them to use archived footage unedited. Hmm. Yep. 15 years ago today, a number of WWE personnel got in hot water as a result of a series of incidents that happened on the flight back from London for the insurrection pay-per-view, and yes, that was the same day.
1: Yes, the plane ride from hell, if they were friends
3: that.
4: <laughs> Michael Hayes and John Bradshaw Layfield got into a fight, shot, event x cut Hayes' hair, Scott Hall passed out from drinking too much, yep. Ric Flair, well, let's just say he exposed himself. He said a little bit more than the Nature Boy, shall we
3: say, people.
1: <laughs>
4: and Dustin Reynolds, I believe... Was uh, serenading his wife Terry. Yeah, he did until That's Jr. told him to stop doing that. That's and right. then Kurt Hennig and then Kurt Hennig and Brock Lesnar, they got into an impromptu fight on the plane and got real close
1: to yes. a plane door. That's right, I recall that. Yes, and of course, also it was on board of the plane were
4: Jerry Briscoe, Dave Finley, Arn Anderson, Stephanie McMahon, and Paul Heyman. Jim Ross and the Undertaker, who'd always been a strong figure in the locker room. Yes, Ross, just, Im- just imagine me on that,
1: Just imagine mean on plane with all those people, how and all the egos out of control.
4: Yep. And the fallout
1: from the flight
4: was severe for several people involved. Scott Hall, who was already on thin ice due to his health before the tour, and released several days later. Yes. Goldust also was in the company's doghouse for the remainder of his time there. And he left WWE in December after his contract
1: expired. Yes. And before, yeah. you continue, before you continue on, I just want to remind everyone that this Thursday, check out Wolfpack Radio one three eight five two one pound beginning at nine p.m. John will have your birthdays and dates as he does every day here on the Talks Radio Network besides our show. And of course, Straw T Smith and I will have your news headlines for you. Also, this Friday and Wednesday night, ladies and gentlemen, we will talk about the aftermath of backlash, ladies and gentlemen, on uh, the Revolution Show one three eight zero five five pound, ladies and gentlemen. Be sure to check that out beginning at nine p.m. Again, the same goes. Dora and I will have your news headlines for you, and anything that comes top power, we'll let you know. Draw Jor- on. We'll have your birthdays and dates as well. But also, ladies and gentlemen, tomorrow night, ladies and gentlemen, we will have the best thing we visit. Join us for our time machine show at 7 p.m. unless something comes up 139926 pound, as we will take you to a time and place once again in our wonderful machine. Gerard and I will take you back into the clock as we turn back the clock. I should say, not turn back the clock, but we will both turn back the clock until where our moment is going to be focused on this week. Be sure to check that out tomorrow night. Also,
4: Kurt Henning got fired for taking the fall for the airplane door incident. Yes, and this would be
1: one of his last appearances,
4: sadly, unfortunately. Yep. In addition, two thousand and four, two flight attendants said WWE, Claire,
3: Hall and Ronalds
4: for sexual harassment. That's right.
3: Yes. Justin Crabble
4: and Sean Waltman gave their side of the event and also Brock Lesnar when he joined ESPN and. Two years ago.
1: That's right. I remember hearing that story. Yes.
4: That same day, Randall Anderson died of testicular cancer in his hometown of Rome,
1: Georgia, at the age of 42. Yes, Randy Anderson, a very unique official back in the day with WCW. I remember that.
4: Yeah. Um. um Fifteen years ago today, that means that taped the 250th edition of Sunday
1: Night Heat, which, by the way, coming up this week, you can see officially, I believe, from the beginning on the WWE Network, believe it or not, as also last night they had the premiere of Camp WWE, but as I said tonight, ladies and gentlemen, coming up after Monday Night Raw. So, whoa, 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 Sunday Night Heat's coming on the WWE Network? Yeah, all the episodes starting later this week, yes, that is correct. Believe it or not, the yep. old Sunday Night Heat show. I believe we'll start airing their old episodes, yes. And also, Camp yep. WWE was supposed to premiere last night. And as I mentioned, folks, tonight, join Table for Three when the phenomenal one, AJ Styles, joins Pittsburgh's own Olympian, Kurt Angle, and Shane O'Mac, Shane McMahon, at the table. That will be a great, great um, discussion. I did watch, however, a little bit online early yesterday morning, however, the Road Dogg, Elias Jeff Jarrett. thing I'll tell you, it was pretty good. I liked it, even though I don't respect the lies that much. I gotta admit those three really did well, however, especially when Rodog and Jeff Jarrett started jamming with the lies. I so thought that was pretty good. Those three came off real well and there's gonna be a lot of more legends, I'm sure, in the weeks to come. Like maybe who knows, Rick Flair and uh possibly maybe Ricky Steamboat again, or maybe some other legends like Seth Rollins, maybe Pat Patterson Triple H. That would be a unique thing. Pat Patterson Triple H and maybe possibly maybe someone like Maybe J.R.? That would be a big discussion. I could see those three really sit down and have some discussions. That would be a very interesting debate. Or maybe Bret Hart, uh, Triple H, maybe they can put their differences aside. And possibly maybe something like Patterson. That would be another unique table discussion. Yep. Nine years
4: ago today, Rick Flair made his Ring of Honor debut as the ROH ambassador.
1: But he didn't last very long, I remember.
4: Yep. Uh, yeah, four years ago today on Raw from Albany, New York, Sheamus won the WWE United States title in a 20-man battle royal.
1: And speaking of Albany, we'll be there in two weeks, ladies and yep. gentlemen. And that
4: win ended the 351-day run as champion, the longest in the WWE's era of the championship. Yes, indeed. And he was very close from breaking Rick Rude's record. He
1: was. He was damn close to breaking it. I remember that. Yep.
4: Yep. I see a birthday. I, I'm going to
1: say it. Happy 79th birthday to Bill Watt. Yes, Cowboy Bill, Hall of Famer, very controversial, unique guy. Uh, also, uh, do we have any others from Saturday?
4: I don't see, But I do you have.
1: I do have three. Uh, happy 39th birthday to my sister Kara Connors. Happy fifty seventh birthday to Japanese wrestler Hiroshi Hase. Uh, again, my sister turned thirty nine this past day, so I want to wish. I, I know it was a great birthday. We had a good time this past Saturday night, going out to dinner with my nieces and my sister in law, my mom and dad. We went to a very nice place, had a good dinner. Happy forty second birthday to very controversial referee Chad Patton, and happy thirtieth birthday to Hulk Hogan star Brooke. Believe it or not, this past Saturday. So all that's yep. celebrating the birthday. Let's go to Sunday. All right. Thirty-four years
4: ago today, World Class Championship Wrestling
1: presented the
4: David Von Erich Memorial Parade of
3: Champions.
4: Yes, I remember that. Yes. I
1: remember that. This. this was, I think, the Flair Kerry one, wasn't it? Yeah. This is the one I got confused on. Yes, folks, this was when they had a pretty good crowd at uh, the Cotton Bowl, believe right. or not.
4: All right. All right. Fritz Von Erich, Kevin Von Erich, and Mike Von Erich. Beat the Fabulous Freebirds when yep. win the WCW World Six-Man Tag Team Championship. Yep. Now, this was when Chris came out of retirement.
1: Right, because For one night. Yeah, because originally after David had passed away, there was talk that he was going to do it. Then he kind of backed off from it because the family was still in mourning and passing. And then I think. Either the fans told Fritz, or Fritz told the fans. I think a few weeks before that event, how I think it was at the Reunion Arena, I want to say on television, or maybe it was somewhere else. How or not at the Reunion Arena, maybe in an interview on, uh, well, I wouldn't say online, but uh, on television, that he was going to come out of retirement for one night and one night only. Yep, Kerry
4: would replace Fritz on the team when the older Vin Eric retired. And right. Speaking of Carrie Von Eric, he beat Rick Flair to win the NWA World Heavyweight Championship.
1: Yes, he would only hold that belt for three weeks, though. Okay, 29
4: years ago today, Chaguso Nagayo retired on her 26th birthday. Wow. How old?
1: 26. God bless her. Your Japanese, I tell you what, you're, you compared to me and Chad, you, I think you may have taken Japanese in school as long as you're getting better in your Japanese than I am half the time.
4: Yeah. Eighteen years ago today, WWE presented insurrection in London, England.
1: Yes, I remember that.
4: I think we had only one title change. Yes, yes we did. The British yeah. Bulldog in his hometown took the WWE hardcore title over Crash Holly.
1: That's right.
4: Yeah. I think the uh, I think when we go into two thousand two I'm yeah. going to say uh, there were a lot of hardcore talent changes. Oh, yeah. Oh, idea. here we go. 16 years ago today, the organization formerly known as the WWF announced that they are now doing business as World Wrestling Entertainment. Yes. Yep. Um, so, with that said, <laughs> uh, let's go to Raw. Okay. Yeah. From Hartford, Connecticut, William Regal. Won the WWE European title in just under 36 seconds. And this is what I was talking about earlier, the hardcore title. Mm -hmm. Bubba Ray Dudley beat Steven Richards to win the WWE hardcore title. Yes, the 24-7 role still in effect. But then Bubba would lose the title to Raven. And then Raven lost the title to Justin Crabble. And
1: lost it to Crash Holly. And lost it to Trish Stratus. By saying those names so many times, I mean it was like a free for all.
4: <laughs> she um she originally wrestled jazz for the women's title, but thanks to all the, but thanks to Steven Richards, yeah, she wasn't able to win it. So uh, so that's when all craziness broke loose. Yes, she joined Molly Holly and Bob Cannon as the only woman to hold the title, mm-hmm. but Steven
1: Richards would
4: get get the title back.
1: That's right. Of course, okay. Stevie at one time known is Big Stevie Cool, ladies and gentlemen. Okay,
4: 14 years ago today, Tommy Dreamer said that he would retire from entering competition. But it didn't last long.
1: Nope.
4: Yep. 12 years ago today, WWE hired Hornswoggle. Huh. Um, six years ago today, WWE also released
3: Goldust
4: again. Hmm. Yep. Uh, okay. Three years ago today in Las Vegas, Global Force Wrestling announced the first members of their roster, <coughs> PJ Black. Excuse me, good. PJ Black, David Hart Smith, Carl Anderson, Luke Gow Chris Mordesky, Lance Hoyt, Lee Tapa, Thea Trinidad, Quinn Moose.
1: Which black did you say? Uh PJ Black. That was uh, Justin Gabriel, okay? Yeah. yeah.
4: Quinn Olchenka and Thea Senada.
1: And go figure, some of those names are now in WWE. Dallas Anderson, uh, Thea Trinidad, Selena Vega. I mean, you got some of those names now in NXT and WWE now. Yep. yep.
4: Two years ago today, WWE, let's go. Eight roster members. Hornswoggle, Alex Riley, Zeb Coulter, El Torito, Cameron. Wade Barrett, Santino Morella, and Damian Sandow.
1: And, of course, Wade Barrett, Damian Sandow, and Santino. I want to talk about Wade Barrett, of course, just never catching on due to the fact that he was always injury prone and just never could stay healthy at times. I was to talk about him and his attitude. Santino, of course, suffering a severe career-ending injury, I thought, at one time. And now last I heard, I think he owns a school up in Canada. Yeah. In George's neck of the woods, I'm not mistaken. And still trying to get back into wrestling, I know. But he has been working on the independent circuit for some time, I believe.
4: Yeah. yeah. And all, and remember, Hornswoggle, he was the last WWE Cruiserweight champion. And he was briefly Vince McMahon's little gentleman's son before being retconned to being Finley's son. He was also the mascot for DX3 yep. and being Slater Gator.
1: Right, and he was also just in the Greatest World Rumble a couple of weeks ago over in yep. Saudi Arabia, too. Yep. yep. yep.
4: Alex Riley, he uh, was the Miz's manager. And he did beat the Miz, too, but...
1: He was also, for a time, an announcer on NXT like Corey Graves was. But, you know, I don't think he was all that bad, but he wasn't all that great either. He was kind of there, you know? And speaking of Corey Graves, and I want to get your thoughts on this, John, before we go on. There's been talk Corey Graves has been in a ton of heat lately. What do you make of this whole story? Oh, yes. Yes, I've heard about it. JD? Yeah, I'm sorry. I hear you. Go I've out. heard about it. Yeah, yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. All right,
4: all right. Zeb Coulter had spent the prior three years managing Swagger, Zile in Alberto Del Rio, and he was a chair of the Tea Party. And don't forget that story called wind the various political
1: commentators, most notably Glenn Beck. Yes, that's right. That's right. I do recall that. Yep.
4: Yeah. I think that was a major backlash.
1: Oh, yes. Yes, it was. I think you're right. That sounds right. Yes. El Torito, oh, I remember him. He, uh,
5: he was, was sort of like the, the T- mascot
1: for Diego and Fernando, Los Matadores, or pretty much who are now Primo and Epico, the shining stars. Which continues to just, I don't know why they're still having them in the company. I really don't yep. know. Uh, well, his
4: most famous bounce when he beat Hornswog on a w l c match. man. <laughs> That's right. I remember that. Yep. You're right. And also was in the Royal Rumble match, eliminating Fun Yeah,
1: he just did that, like we mentioned last week, folks. Yes.
4: Yep.
3: Cameron
4: also gained a little bit of infamy as she joined the Tough Enough.
5: She yeah, and she, she
1: said like that she...
4: Melina and Alicia Fox was her favorite match.
1: Yeah, <laughs> she was also at one time a member of the Funk, uh, funk uh, the Funk Attack. Funk Attack. Yeah. And she was on Total Divas, of course. Yeah, But she wasn't all that. She was really not that great. I never liked her.
4: Yeah. And here's what you're talking about, J.D., Santino Morella. Yes. He was involved in an incident that led to the firing of Jim Cornette from OVW. That's right. And And right away, as a fan, he won the WWE Intercontinental title against
3: Umaga. And he had
4: the shortest Royal Rumble match appearance. Yep. yep, that record was almost broken last week, I think.
1: Yeah, you're right. Yep.
4: Eliminated at 1.9 seconds. Yeah, he
1: almost, uh, I think it was Mike Bennett almost broke that record, if I'm not mistaken. The miracle Mike Bennett, Mr. Maria Canales. Yeah. But he didn't, though, I don't think. Yep. So.
4: Um, Damien Sandow, yeah, he could have been one of a good... One of uh, one he of the he was the, the best.
1: Mrs. Lackey, however, as a Mr. Yeah. R- and Mr. he um he always liked to make fun of people. Yeah, and he was a part of Michelle McCool's teacher teacher's pet. That's right. I forgot about that. You're right. And he just did imagine, team just with. Just imagine Co- him, Just imagine if he was in WWE right now with him. What him and Elias would do?
3: Uh,
5: that or would he amazing.
1: would be with Rue Seven A in English. That's true. I didn't think about that. Yeah, yeah. Good call. Yep. Good call. He
4: uh, teamed with Cody Rose. Mm -hmm. And he did win Money in the Bank on July 2013. Yes, he did. But
1: it blew up in his face.
4: Yeah. Blew up in his face, and he had to join The Miz. Yeah, exactly.
1: Uh, Do we have any birthdays from Sunday?
4: Well, I'm going to say Wade Barrett, the last Wade Barrett. Go ahead. Yeah, he did. He won NXT and then had a feud with John Cena, then joined the Corps and won the Intercontinental title. The uh, King of the Ring. He won
1: it five times. Yeah, he was also King of the Ring. He also was Chris Jericho's pro, if you remember, in the very first season of NXT back in 2010. hmm Yeah. So. Happy 30th birthday for Evie. Yes. That New Zealand girl. Yes, I remember her. Do we have any others? And uh, yes, yes, I do. Happy 34th
4: birthday for Kevin Owens. Yes.
1: KO indeed. Happy birthday to him. Yes. And also
4: happy 38th birthday for Colt
1: Cabana. CM Punk's good friend. Yes. Uh, Former WWE superstar, Colt Cabana. Yep. And uh,
4: who else we got?
1: Uh, Dakota Kai, 30 years old, however... Brian Knobbs of the Nasty Boys, however, fifty three. And it would have been the sixty second birthday of Hercules Hernandez, better known to you all as Ray Fernandez, the man who made his uh, debut at WrestleMania two against Rick, Ricky Steamboat, however, in Los Angeles. Of course, the following year he'd be managed by the late great Bobby he- the Brain Heenan, Raymond James Heenan, if you will. He's one of the brilliant one the weasel, whatever you want to call him. Tragically, he passed away in March of 2004. Did Hernandez, however, at the age of 47, believe it or not. Or excuse okay. me. Yeah, 47. So, and then today, of course, we have uh, some news to report, but today's also a little bit of a somber day, too. Yeah. We'll get to that now. All right. 104
4: years ago today, Dennis... Dennis lost Obisco beat America to win the World Heavyweight Championship. Huh. 29 years ago today, NWA presented Wrestle War 89 Music City Showdown from Nashville, Tennessee. Yes. And this was where Rick Flair defeated Ricky Steamboat to win the NWA World Heavyweight
1: title. Also Terry Funk attacked Rick Flair and that set up the match for yep. the Great American Bash. Yep, I remember
4: this. And match. Michael Hayes beat Lex Luger to win the NWA United States Championship. That's
1: right. That's right. Yep, yep.
4: Yep. Eighteen years ago today, WCW presented
1: Slambury. And I just watched some of Slambury today, and this was not without controversy, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, I know.
4: Because Jeff Jarrett beat David Arquette and Diamond Dallas Page in a triple cage match to win the WCW World Heavyweight title because Arquette turned on Page. And after the match, Canyon tried to help out CDP, but he got thrown off the stage from the second cage to the
1: entrance ramp below,
4: breaking it.
1: Yeah, and this was this was less than a year after what had happened in a very dark incident, the same venue, the Kemper Arena, if you will. And this was basically copied off Ready to Rumble, the movie which had come in out, which had come out three weeks before in theaters. I remember I went to see it. I think it was a Friday or that Friday or the Saturday uh, it came out. However, and I'll tell you what, uh, the, uh, it was only out for only a month or two in theaters, and then of course it later premiered on HBO, Showtime, Cinemax, all the movie channels other channels, TNT, TBS, Comedy Central, whatever. Uh, to me, I still think Ready to Rumble has to be, without a doubt, one of the worst wrestling movies I have ever, ever seen. It was terrible. It wasn't funny. It wasn't amusing. Yeah, you had WCW guys like Goldberg, DDP, uh, Saturn, uh, Mean Gene, Booker T, the Nitro Girls. I mean, it's just it, Oliver Platt, uh, Jimmy Conn, Son Scott Conn, and David Arquette. It just it wasn't funny. You know, it was terrible. Yeah.
4: 17 years ago today, following a WWE jack taping in Uniondale, New York, Harry Fan was sent home following a match with
1: Mike Bell. And how appropriate, 13 years later, they're in Uniondale tonight. Yeah, 16 years ago today, Scott Hall was released from
4: WWE. Yep, that firing came as he was, uh, after he rejoined the company as a member of the NWO and he showed up to consecutive WWE events in no
1: condition to perform. Exactly, I remember that, yep. Yep,
4: he considered filing a wrongful termination suit, but nothing came of it. However, Yes. However, he, um, and
1: WWE patched things up a few years ago. That's right.
4: Yep, hey, nice thirteen.
1: In the hall, nice in the Hall of Fame. While you're doing out the birthdays and dates, before you, when you're done with the dates, don't go into birthdays until I get back. But just finish out the dates. I'll be right back, and I'm going to give the plug go right ahead. I'll be right back.
4: All right, thirteen years ago today, Ring of Honor debuted in New York City with Manhattan may- Mayhem from the New Yorker Hotel. Samoa Joe beat Jay Leafo to win the ROH. Cure Championship. Jimmy Ray beats CM Punk in a dog collar match. So, here we go. Oh, boy. 11 years ago today on Raw from State College, Pennsylvania. Edge beat Mr. Kennedy in just eight seconds to win Kennedy's WrestleMania 23 Money in the Bank contract. What's the story with the first time, the only time, that the money in the bank briefcase changed hands? It appears the reason is
2: twofold.
4: A week prior, the Undertaker was diagnosed with a torn biceps injury. Later in the week, he was diagnosed with a torn tricep. For Undertaker, he'd be sidelined until September. While Kennedy would be back just a month later, it turned out that was just a massive hematoma. I don't know what that's called, but he didn't. He didn't reach the same heights he did at WrestleMania 23. Although he got suspended
1: for violating the WWE. Welcome back, JD. Thank you. Who were you discussing here? I was discussing
4: Edge beating Mr. Kennedy.
1: Yes, that's right. Yep, yep.
4: For violating the WWE's wellness policy in September,
1: as for Edge,
4: he won the World Heavyweight Championship the next night, which I will discuss tomorrow night. There you go. Three years ago today, Hideo Tommy announced that he would miss six to eight months due to a shoulder injury. Yes. Yep. But he did return to give Bobby Roode to go to sleep. So. And we haven't seen much of him lately today. Yeah. I think.
1: And today would
4: have been the fifty-second, bir- 53rd birthday of Owen Hart.
1: Yes. Of course, we've talked about this man so many times, folks, ladies and gentlemen. We have talked about this gentleman who, uh, I mean, should be in the Hall of Fame. And also, Will Osprey, believe in not, turning 25 today. But getting back to Owen Hart, yes, happy 53rd birthday to the true King of Hearts, ladies and gentlemen, Owen James Hart, if you will, of course, a very big name, of course, in the world of wrestling. We've talked about this man numerous times, However, ladies and gentlemen. And I'll tell you what, Howard, if he does not go in the Hall of Fame next year, shame on WWE. But I think next year you almost have to put him in the Hall of Fame next year. It only makes sense, however. It just I don't get why WWE could not put him in this year. It just didn't make any sense to me whatsoever. But yeah. he is a great uh champion in and out of the ring, a prankster, a fun-loving guy, he made a lot of friends, and even though he made some enemies along the way, most notably after what happened when he got in the ring with Stone Cold Steve Austin, how back at SummerSlam 97, how even though I don't think they ever said to each other they were sorry for basically coming to blows, how I think Austin still, I mean, Austin said in interviews before, and it said outside of interviews, too, on different shows, how. and in search sheets and online, How the one thing he regrets, however, is that, I mean, I don't know if he ever accepted Owen's apology or Owen accepted his own apology from Steve, but uh, like I said, uh, a very, very unique, uh, I would say respect slash, uh, respect uh, slash, what's the other word I'm looking for, John, help me out here, mm. um, respect uh, admiration. Is that the word I'm looking for? Yeah, yeah, I would say that. Respect, admiration thing. I mean, these two guys, yes, while they didn't see eye to eye on a lot of things, and there was the respect factor, I'm sure. However, a lot of people, however, said, however, that there was a little bit of respect with each other. A lot of people felt that there was a lot of trust with each other. Some people said that they trusted each other however, outside of the ring. But like I said, I think there was just that respect factor. There wasn't really the trust thing. At least I thought, so maybe you can tell me I'm wrong, maybe I'm not, folks, but uh, maybe John can say the same thing. I don't know, but like I said, folks, there was always that thing between Owen and, of course, Stone Cold Steve Austin, and, of course, he would later team up with guys like the British Bulldog, his brother, I think, for a time. He feuded with him, of course, friend to Brett the Hitman Hart, but he would also team up with him, I think, along with Jindy Danville Neidhart and, of course, the British Bulldog, as we mentioned. And even for a time, I think he teamed up with the late, great Brian Pillman, too. Believe who is considered an honorary member of the Hart family legacy. But uh, happy birthday in heaven to well, Bobby, one of the greatest, if not one of the most unique, charismatic guys, both in and outside the squared circle, Owen James Hart, the King of Hearts. God bless him. And uh, hopefully next year, WWE, I mean, after what Mark Henry said a few weeks back, how at WrestleMania 34, how, we will see him finally take his rightful place into the WWE Hall of Fame a year from now at WrestleMania 35. Yep. Is that all we got? Yep, that's it. All right, definitely check that out. And again, John, you want to put that up as well as your other birthdays and dates, Howard, from uh, this date on this day in history and the WCW on this day in history uh, Facebook page, that'd be great. Thank you very much, Howard. Ladies and gentlemen, let's give you the number again 1 724 444 7044. Caller ID 138744 pound. This is episode number 140 of Raw Radio for Monday, May the 7th, 2018. Ladies and gentlemen, the Human Suplex Machine and the Iceman here. We were expecting King NWO Gerard T. Smith along with the Black Widow today and possibly some other people on the way, including the Heartbreak. Kid we have not yet heard from the Heartbreak Kid Uh, hopefully we'll hear from him at some point but we will also hopefully be hearing at some point sometime this afternoon from some of our other panels including Mr. WCW Chad Hinshaw however as well as the Black Widow maybe along with the King of Kings, if you will. However, no, not Triple H or either King of Kings. Uh, Gerard T. Smith and also maybe The Last Kicker and whoever else comes on line. But, John, we're going to start talking now about WWE Backlash. And believe me, Backlash is getting a ton of backlash, no pun intended, ladies and gentlemen, after what happened last night. So let's tell you what we thought of this show as we break down the show for you, X's and O's. However, we'd love to hear from you as well here as you will be following along with us. Of course, the show was held live... <laughs> Excuse me, at the uh, Rock, if you will, the Prudential Center, if you will, ladies and gentlemen. Last night in Newark, New Jersey, fourteen thousand seven hundred twenty-four packed into the venue. Uh, not a bad crowd, mind you. Pretty decent, if you ask me. Of course, the next big event following this, of course, will be coming up, ladies and gentlemen, on Saturday night, ladies and gentlemen, June sixteenth, ladies and gentlemen, live from the Allstate Arena, ladies and gentlemen in Chicago, Illinois. Yes, folks, they will be returning to Chicago once again, of course. Last year, we saw what happened in Chicago when they were there, however, uh, both for Backlash and for TakeOver, but TakeOver will be coming to you live, ladies and gentlemen, again, ladies and gentlemen, coming up on June 16, 2018, and we will find out later this week, ladies and gentlemen, we could possibly find out as early as Friday, you never know, folks, or maybe later on this week before Friday, how what the main event will be for the TakeOver show in Chicago, of course, NXT will be doing two nights worth of tapings this week, live at Full Sail University this Wednesday and Thursday, live down there in Winter Park, Florida, so hopefully... By the, week, the end of this week or early next week, folks, here at Episode 141, how we will have some early predictions and thoughts for the TakeOver show as they will be doing two nights' worth of tapings later this week. In the meantime, ladies and gentlemen, let's talk about excuse me, what happened here, however, in the show, however, and get your thoughts, however, as well as John and I will weigh in with our thoughts, however, here about backlash. Of course, John, the first match of the night was our pre-show match, ladies and gentlemen. It was Ruby Wright, the Gothic tattoo, uh, strange, uh, uh, let's just say, unusual person, Howard, with her minions, if you will, Liv Morgan and Sarah Logan, if you will, of the Riot Squad, definitely uh, came to play last night, no pun intended, if you will, and they defeated the huggable, uh, lovable Bailey. And as a result, Bailey tried to get Sasha Banks to uh, basically be in her corner. Sasha said no. The two are still at war with each other, apparently, over the last few weeks, and it's been like that since WrestleMania, even before WrestleMania. But, John, overall, Howard, in one of the Surprises of the evening, let's just say Ruby Rye defeats Bailey, and it seems like Bailey right now has got no direction going for her at this point. Your thoughts about the opening contest between these two?
3: Huh. That's going to turn Bailey
1: heel. I didn't hear. What'd you say? I think it's time that they turn Bailey heel. I think so, too. It just, it's just seems like they're not doing anything with her. The fans are not responding to her. They're totally really burned out on her. Uh, I think the fans are not really interested in seeing what else could be done for her. I mean, at one point, we thought Sasha was going to be going full ball on heel again. But now, it looks like how they don't know what to do. As far as Ruby goes, I think she's still a little green. She's still learning her... Uh, Chop, so to speak. how but she's holding her own, and I think last night she did okay for what it was. However, but still, I just think she needed a little bit more work. However, if you ask me, if she does that, I think she'll do all right. But I would agree with you about Bailey. I think it's time to turn Bailey heel, or at least Sasha heel. I don't know where else they can go with these two at this point. We'll have to wait and see what happens. But folks, uh, those are our thoughts here about the opening matchup. Here on the pre-show Up next John Was probably the best match That I'm by far The best match of the evening If you will Seth Rollins the architect Taking on the Miz Once again Apparently however I think most of us Had Seth Rollins right Except for a few people Including MLB and Fonzie As a result The Miz ends up Crashing and burning here But nevertheless You've got to give the Miz credit He held his own And once again These two stole the show Here in 20 plus minutes Your thoughts about Rollins and Miz Yeah If it, if
3: it has not been a work man.
1: I think back
3: the only saving great
4: was the Intercontinental title
3: match.
1: Certainly. And uh, you got to give it to Miz, even though he has been very busy with his schedule between his family and travel whatnot with the company. He can just go out there and perform very well, and i got to give the Miz, again, the devil his due. However, he fought a hell of a match last night. Rollins held his own, too. I thought Rollins was going to be in big trouble losing that title after three weeks. But you know what? He's still held tough. And once again, the architects showed what it turned to burn it down, and they definitely burned the place down, no pun intended. Not saying that is a, a good thing, that's saying as a Decent thing, let's just say, However, But the crowd definitely was excited about these two These two definitely did not disappoint the fans Whatsoever, However, and they absolutely delivered A very good five-star match, if you ask me And once again, showed that they continue To have great chemistry with one another Up next, of course, Nia Jax Taking on your girl, Alexa Bliss John, Nia ends up winning here, but the story Here is what happened after the match Apparently Alexa was hurt with her arm We understand she was holding her arm After the match, after Nia won From what we heard, we have not heard all the details yet but there are reports going around that Alexa may have torn some ligaments in her arm And now is supposed to undergo testing either today or late last night As of now, we have not heard any updates on the status of Nia, or excuse me, Alexa Bliss as of now Alexa says she's okay, however, but right now it doesn't look promising However, we'll have to wait and see what happens But the question is going to be twofold here, John One, your thoughts about the match Two, could we see Alexa out for any extended period of time depending on how bad the injury is? Your thoughts.
4: Well, it was okay
1: man. I will say, but as for Alexa,
3: yeah, I think she'll be out for a
1: little while. Yeah, I would definitely agree with you on both fronts. I think, depending on how bad the arm is, however, uh, from what I saw and from what I had heard, however, as of early this morning, there are there is some talk, however, that Alexa could be out for a few months, maybe even longer, depending on how bad the damage is. However, early speculation. This is just me saying this now, folks. Could be a few weeks, maybe a few months. If not, it could be long term, maybe six months to a, maybe even longer, depending on how bad the injury is. As far as the match goes, I want to kind of disagree with you on the match. I didn't think it was all that great. I thought it was a little choppy in spots. I think Naya really looked a little lost in the match. Alexa tried to hold her own and do pretty well, and she did okay. I mean, she didn't do bad. She did all right, but still, I just thought that this match could have been so much better if you ask me. I just was really not impressed with this match by any match Imagine the stretch. Excuse me, sorry, up next, our uh, IC title, or excuse me, our US title matchup was up next, ladies and gentlemen. Jeff Hardy taking on the Viper, Randy Orton, Randy Orton trying to regain what was once his. Jeff Hardy winning here in 12 minutes. To me, John, this was another sluggish match. Uh, Jeff Hardy did win and retain, but overall, I just didn't like this match. What was your thoughts about Jeff and Randy Orton?
5: Yeah, it looked
1: sluggish to me. Mm-hmm, certainly. And with the Viper not going to regain the US title, I thought it was it was a little surprising there to say the least. I was a little taken aback by that. That was a little surprising to me. me. Uh, I don't know how much longer Jeff's going to hold on to that U.S. title for, but uh, we'll have to wait and see. I would agree there. Thank you very much, Don. Uh, up next was another boring, lackluster match that really put me to sleep, however. Daniel Bryan and Big Cass, however. Uh, Big Cass, of course, uh, tapping very quickly here to Daniel Bryan here inside of eight minutes. Uh, the story is what happened. After the match, Big Cass continued to beat down Daniel Bryan and leaving him laying. Daniel Bryan hurt once again. John, your thoughts about D. Bryan, Big Cass? Uh. It was lackluster. I would definitely agree. I mean, these two guys, I mean, Daniel Bryan did try to hold his own. I mean, I will admit that. I mean, even though he's not a big guy by any means, he's like about 5'8", 5'9", 215", 220, he's going up against a 7-foot monster that weighs 270, 280, however, in the form of Big Cass. How, I mean, Big Cass has only been back for a month now after being out eight months to a knee injury. I understand that. He's trying to look good here and trying to get some points in the office. But you know what? What he did afterward was just uncalled for. I mean, unless he was just trying to make his point, however, to both Daniel Bryan, and the fans, how that he meant business. I don't know. I have never been a fan of Cass, even when he was with Enzo Moore. I thought these two guys were really lackluster. They were okay in NXT at times, I will say. When they came off to the roster a couple years ago I started losing my respect for them very quickly after a while That being said, I don't know where they go from here with these two But we'll have to wait and see what happens Of course, we have not heard any update on Daniel Bryan as of yet But we will be watching the ticker And if we hear anything more, we will let you know right away If we hear anything different Uh, Up next, John, is another match that was totally lackluster However, Carmella taking on Charlotte Flair Charlotte popped in her knee late in the match However, Carmella ends up winning the title Or should I say regaining her title here Retaining Uh, Retaining Sorry Thank you Regaining Retaining Doesn't matter Uh, She did not have her friends with her The Dingo uh, Boomerang Throwing dogs Of uh, Billy Kay And Payne Royce If you will How the Iconics Uh, So that was good But John Once again Carmella wins here I was just absolutely disgusted With this match as well Your thoughts about this one Me too and I have to ask the question, and i want to get your opinion on this. Who do you think Carmella will lose this title to down the road? Could we see Charlotte, depending on how long she's out for, make it one more opportunity? Do you think maybe someone else like maybe Becky Lynch, my girl, or even the Empress, Oscar, possibly uh, challenge for uh, that title and take Carmella's uh, title away from her?
3: I'd say Oscar.
1: I would definitely agree there. I would definitely agree there. No question about it. we we'll and see what happens. Of course, speaking up. Becky Lynch, she does have a big match coming up tomorrow night, ladies and gentlemen, on SmackDown Live, live from Baltimore, against uh, Mandy Rose of Absolution, if you will, which I'm not real too impressed with. Up next was a real disappointment of a match, even though this was kind of okay, but the way it ended was really ridiculous. It was AJ Styles against the King of Strong Style, Shinsuke Nakamura. It ended in a no-DQ uh, no match for the title, but it ended in a no-contact, Contest. To me, this was absolutely horrid, to say the least. This reminded me almost as much of watching, however, uh, something back from, like, 1985, 1986, however. John, your thoughts about A.J. Nakamura? Oh, good match, but didn't like the ending. Yeah, I would agree. I would agree, and there's talk now that they might be doing a last-man-standing match maybe either in Chicago at Money in the Bank in five weeks or maybe this week on SmackDown Live in Baltimore. We'll have to wait and see what happens. But overall, however, uh, very good point there, John. Thank you very much indeed. Up next, of course, was the Killer Bees. Yes, folks, Braun and Bobby taking on KO and Sami Zayn. Uh, KO and Sami not seeing eye-to-eye late in the match, and as a result, it kind of backfired on them. Braun and Bobby end up picking up the win. Your thoughts about this one? Uh Oh, there's not a doubt that KO and Sammy wasn't going to win this one. Yes, I would agree. But would you say this was, again, another subpar match? Yeah. I would definitely agree there. I would definitely agree with you there. No question about it. Um. Speaking of which, ladies and gentlemen, we are uh, telling—we are just hearing now, ladies and gentlemen, speaking of uh, some news, however, ladies and gentlemen, how we have some uh, news for you entertainment fans out there. Uh, according to reports, ladies and gentlemen, uh, deadline, according to Deadline, ladies and gentlemen, we understand there will be a new Rambo coming out. That's right, folks, Rambo 5, ladies and gentlemen. And, of course, they are going to we're gonna start filming that movie later on this year. In fact, in September, John, and here is the plot. When the daughter of one of his friends is kidnapped, Rambo, who's been working on a ranch since uh, he came back from uh, his last battle, crosses now the U.S.-Mexican border and quickly finds himself up against the full might against one of Mexico's most violent, violent cartels, most violent cartels. Your thoughts about uh, the fifth installment of Rambo?
3: Uh
1: I can't wait for them to do that again. Indeed. And, of course, it has done very well at the box office, as you know, ladies and gentlemen. In fact, how the four previous films, have made a record over $700 million at the worldwide box office, ladies and gentlemen. And, uh, of course, as we said, that will probably be released uh, early next year at some point. Also, ladies and gentlemen, speaking of movies, usually we talk about movies on Tuesday, ladies and gentlemen, or should I say Wednesday on Outside the Ropes, ladies and gentlemen, which, by the way, you can hear every Wednesday night at 6.30 p.m. with Mr. W.C. myself and Chad and the rest of the gang, 141387, ladies and gentlemen. And excuse me, uh, ladies and gentlemen, that'll be very interesting to watch, however. But uh, here is your top five box office report for the weekend, ladies and gentlemen. In case you're wondering, The Avengers continues to splash in audiences and make big coin, however, in more ways than one. After making over 250 plus million in its first week, however, took in another 113 million dollars this weekend and has done very well so far in just two weeks' time. In fact, however, it has made already over, in two weeks, however, $370 million, believe it or not. It could wow. Yeah. It could be over 400 this week, folks. Uh, so we'll definitely be watching it. Of course, uh, coming out this week, of course, comes the funny uh, college comedy starring Melissa McCarthy, Life of the Party, which should be pretty good. looks pretty funny. Uh, so be sure to check that out this week. Uh, Meanwhile, speaking of second place, however, mind you, however, Overboard, the one with Anna Faris, however, and Ava Longoria, however, debuted to a very subpar $15 million. It did not do very well at the box office, and some people had very mixed emotions about it. In fact, some of the critics said however, they rated it as high as an F, believe it or not, for failure, considering it was a remake from the 1987 romantic comedy starring uh, Goldie Hawn, along with Kurt Russell and, of course, Catherine Hellman, better known to you all as Mona from the TV show Who's the Boss. Meanwhile, A Quiet Place, however, dropped the spot to third, however, $7.5 million, but so far has made over $160 million. I Feel Pretty, meanwhile, starting Amy Schumer, the quirky comedy, finished fourth, dropping two spots, finishing with $5 million, and so far has made over $38 million. Meanwhile, Rampage with The Rock, however, took in another $4.5 million and dropped the fifth, however, and so far has made over $85 million. But the big disappointment of the weekend might be a surprise to you, maybe to some, however, as well. Tully, starring Charlie Staring, believe it or not, which was supposed to finish in the top three or top five, hour, debuted in six with a very weak 3.2 million, folks. So it was not a good week for Charlie Staring's debut of uh, this very, uh, very unusual independent comedy slash drama, if you will. Now, with superhero movies coming out in the next few weeks, including. Deadpool two, which will be out in a few weeks, however, as well as at the end of the month with Solo. Could we see, however, Overboard, a quiet place and I feel pretty be bumped out? I would have to say yes, because right now, how you look at some of the big movies out right now, how the only other superhero movie that is doing really well right now, however, and even though how it is still is not in the top five anymore, but is in the top ten list still, however. It is Black Panther. Black Panther, of course, has made over $693 million thus far in just over two, three months. But like I said, folks, in just two weeks' time, however, Avengers has done very well. Of course, it debuted last week with $258 million. It took another $112.5 million this past week, folks. And uh, like I said, however... It has already grossed over $371 million in just two weeks around here in the U.S., let's just say. But worldwide, it has already grossed over close to a billion dollars already, believe it or not, in just less than two weeks' time. But, folks, with Avengers, uh, going to be out again for the third week in a row this week. You can imagine it'll get over four – could. Pass over 400 million sometime later this week, however, or this coming weekend, if you will, and maybe some more. However, we'll definitely be keeping an eye on it. But overall, with Deadpool coming out in two weeks, ladies and gentlemen, from this Friday, and with Solo coming out at the end of May, however, it is definitely going to be very interesting to watch and see what movies will be definitely making a splash heading into the latter part of the spring, early part of the summer. But John, it looks like so far you got three good superhero movies to watch out for. Yep. We will definitely be talking more about that. Of course, some other news, ladies and gentlemen, coming up this Wednesday on Outside the Ropes. Be sure to check that out at 6.30 p.m. Also, at 8 o'clock, ladies and gentlemen, this Wednesday night, be sure to check out the Wrestling Debate. Join Gerard, Michelle, and myself, however, with a very special edition, ladies and gentlemen. And, of course, ladies and gentlemen, I believe this week will be episode number 99. That's right, either 98 or 99, but we are very close to the century mark in that, ladies and gentlemen. The fun begins at 8 o'clock. John will also be stopping by to talk along with Fonzie. and the rest of the gang. 139925 nine two five pound. Be sure to check that out this week on the Wrestling Debate. And then, of course, as we said, this Wednesday, ladies and gentlemen, it'll be an action-packed show on Revolution, as we will talk about the SmackDown matches, if you will, from... Backlash, if you will, this week, ladies and gentlemen, of Raw matches and the Raw recap will be tomorrow night, though, at 9 o'clock, ladies and gentlemen. The caller ID is the same as our Tuesday and Friday shows as well, 138055-POUND. But also, ladies and gentlemen, before we continue on how into our main event, however, we want to remind you, I mean, like, yesterday we talked about it already, how it was history in the making for our third year show, how reaching the milestone itself, but folks, this Friday will be the actual milestone itself. Mm -hmm. Episode number 500. Yes, folks, 500 will be in the books this Friday night, ladies and gentlemen. And I'll tell you right now, this Friday night, folks, hold on to your seats, or as Sean likes to say, hold on to your butts, because this is going to be a history-making show in itself, because here is what we got lined up for you. In addition to the uh, news and headlines, ladies and gentlemen, there will be not one not two, but count them, four, that's right, four, four, four belts in one night. The human suplex machine will be in my corner, while the heartbreak Kid will have the Black Widow herself in his corner, and here's why. After what happened yesterday, however, during the matchup between Seth Rollins and The Miz, however, after pertaining to stakes, however, that what went on however, last Friday during the Prediction Show. however, The Iceman threw out a little challenge to the Heartbreak Kid and the Black Widow, however. And let's just say they have responded. And, folks, here's the stakes. The R.H., U.S., and Pure title will be put on the line by the current champion, the Heartbreak Kid, and also the Black Widow, who will be guarding him in his background this Friday night, ladies and gentlemen. The Human Suplex Machine and myself, however, will have a battle of our own because this week the Human Suplex Machine will be in my corner as I will be putting up two belts on my own. Which two belts I have put up, I will let you know later on this, maybe tomorrow night on Revolution, and I will let you know which belts I will put on the line. But folks, the winner of this, let's just say trivia match that'll be Friday, ladies and gentlemen, we will win not only both belts, however, but we will take all four belts home. So be sure to check that out this coming Friday at 9 p.m. And John, if you want to give out the plug, anything else you want to talk about, I'll be right back and we'll come back and talk more about this in a minute. Okay. 1724
4: 444
2: four, 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 four. ID is 138744 pound. I'm back. You still there?
1: Okay. Okay. If yep. you want to talk about anything else, be right back in two seconds. i got to do some things real quick and uh, pay some bills and step out and uh, let's just say, however, uh, excuse myself for about five minutes or so. So if you want to talk about anything else, go ahead. And if Chad comes on the line, however, you can do the intro or whatever. If not, I should be back. Hopefully, by the time he gets back, I will try to get on back on as soon as I can. All right. Go, you talk about anything else. Go ahead, I'll be back.
2: All right. Sounds good. Well...
1: Almost there. Oh, and I can tell you right now, ladies and gentlemen, I just heard from Fonzie. Uh, Fonzie has told me, John, hey to you and to everyone out there, he is under the weather right now because of this weather. You know how it plays funny, tricks on everyone, how with colds and everything and allergies. But he did say hey to all of us. He will try to get back on with us next week. I will talk to him offline later this afternoon, however, tonight, however, but I will definitely... Send him your best along with anyone else's best as well. So, Fonji, we're thinking of you, bro. We love you. We miss you. And we'll definitely hear from you hopefully next week or later on this week here on all the shows. So uh, there you go. Uh, if to have one more thing, John, I'll be right back here. I'm sorry. I had to call for my work to check my schedule for this week. That's why I was delayed there, folks. Uh, as you know, I just got a new job. But now, unfortunately, I'm going to be off for a few weeks because of some applications. They're kind of tied up right now, you know how that is too. But folks, we'll be right back. And when we come back, folks, we're gonna talk about Roman and Samoa Joe and what was it that made us, let's just say, kinda of not happy. Well and well and we'll let you know what that was in just a minute. So John, one more time, uh anything else you want to add? Go ahead. I'll be right back. Okay. Okay, I'm back now. I feel about 10 All minutes right. later. Sorry about that, folks. Okay, as we said, folks, now we're going to talk about the main event here, and it's 4 o'clock here, as you can imagine right now, ladies and gentlemen. How are we? We've had a very good day. John and myself definitely uh, just here at the moment. how. Are... In the desk, car and uh, on the side part of the desk, let's just say, keep me all entertained here on what has been a gorgeous, a little overcast, but a little breezy day. It's not too bad up here. It's about 66 degrees right now here in Pittsburgh. John, how is it down there?
3: Uh, Not bad.
1: That's good. That's good. And hopefully everyone's staying warm and safe out there on this gorgeous day. Anyway, let's talk now about the main event, folks. And here's what our main event was, ladies and gentlemen. It was the big dog. Yes, folks, Roman Reigns, if you will. John's favorite person. Oh, just King John. You know, I love bust balls. Anyway, folks, he took on Samoa Joe here. The story here was not how the match went, although Roman did win, but it was the way the crowd was. John, the crowd was absolutely disgusted by this, and most of them left the match, however, throughout the show. Uh, involving this main event. In the end, Roman Reigns comes out victorious once again as he beats Joe and puts down uh, the Samoan submission machine. But, John, the fans' reaction of what happened here and the outcome of the match was the big discussion here. Let's get your take.
4: Wow, yeah.
1: Yeah, the fans leaving, it was,
4: it was pretty much going to be a riot then and there. hmm
1: and would you say, however, they had every reason to be angry and upset? Because in my opinion, I think they had every reason to be upset. I really do. Yeah. Well, folks, it was definitely interesting, no question about it. And uh, definitely, like I said, however, I was really surprised that Samoa Joe did not win the match. I had originally picked him along with Chad. Uh, there were a few people that did take Roman. Some people did not take Roman. Uh, And didn't care about it But overall folks Those are our thoughts ladies and gentlemen As far as what went down uh, Last night in the Garden State of New Jersey Uh, A lot of people had very mixed opinions About their ratings Uh, Our good friend in Florida Said that this was by far a 4 out of 10 show I gave it a 4 out of 10 John your thoughts about the show 5 out of 10 So you're going to go a little bit better than me And uh, our friend in Florida Thank you very much however mind you and again, my phone is beeping in, so please bear with me, folks. I mean, we will be back in a minute. Hold on. Okay. I'm back. Okay. Okay. Thinking. Sorry about that, folks. Again, but we're back again. Unless something comes up again before five o'clock, folks, uh, we're definitely back, folks. Uh, so we will be back. So thank you very much for your ratings, John. As far as that goes. Uh, also, ladies and gentlemen, I do have some news, ladies and gentlemen. This is going to blow your mind, ladies and gentlemen. But this is pretty cool too, and I must admit, this is very unique. Uh, you remember uh, Mr. Chow from The Hangover, right? Right. Ken uh, Jong. Well, he definitely saved a life this week, Howard. As we know, he was also at one point trained to be a medical doctor, and here's why. Well, as we heard, Howard, one time he does not practice medicine. He was performing at a stand-up club over the weekend when a woman in the audience suddenly had a seizure. Apparently, Howard, he was made aware of the woman's medical emergency during the opening part of his set during the evening, Saturday night. He basically came down the audience and told the people to clear out. <laughs> and also the club staff to come by however and try to assist him. Well, surprisingly he helped the woman and as a result she basically I wouldn't say came back to life but basically was resuscitated. In fact, here's the story. The forty eight year old actor, best known for playing crazy Spanish teacher Ben Shang on community and naked monster Leslie Chow, however, in the hangar, proved he's got more much common than his character from the short lived sitcom Doctor Ken. Ken, of course, began his career as a medical doctor and is currently listed as a doctor and physician and surgeon in California, but does not practice medicine. He was performing at the stand up live comedy club in Phoenix on Saturday night when a woman in the audience had a seizure. The actor's rep, Michelle Margolis, confirmed the news of his timely medical intervention as reported by TNC Today. He was made aware of the woman's medical emergency during his first set and came down to the audience Saturday night when he cleared the room for the woman and attended her as the club staff called paramedics and 911 immediately. As he tried to basically resuscitate the woman, he received assistance from a couple other audience members who happened to be EMTs. They waited with the woman until Emmy Ellen's arrived, and then she gained regained consciousness when she was then taken to a hospital. So uh, a very heroic act by this very unique gentleman, however, and also by the staff there at the club, however. So kudos to both of these uh, members for this uh, very heroic, amazing act, however, and uh, just absolutely incredible, uh, uh, just showing a lot of compassion and a lot of heart. No pun intended, but uh John that that's amazing. Yeah. And like I said, we would like to also tell the uh lady and her family uh hopefully that she is uh, we're thinking of her and hopefully she is doing much better. Uh, one other thing I do want to report, ladies and gentlemen, that over the weekend, ladies and gentlemen, the Kentucky Derby did happen, however. And our good friend, Mr. Hulkamania, Big Bad Bob Ziegler, was there. Justify did win the Derby, ladies and gentlemen. So congratulations to Justify for winning what was a very sloppy, muddy, rainy, uh, let's just say quagmire down there at Churchill Downs on Saturday afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. But the story here, John, however, was our good friend, Mr. Hulkamania. And hopefully if Chad comes on the line today, he'll... Share with us his story But if not He'll tell us about it Maybe before or after the show uh, Tomorrow night Ladies and gentlemen On Revolution He did say that Bobby did have a good time However his good friend Of course Mr. Hulkamini Bob Ziegler, Went with his family To uh, Louisville This past week However he said It was a good time He said however He told Chad However it was very unique However and as a result, however, uh, I believe he was due home either sometime late last night or earlier today from Louisville. But uh, he did tell Chad, and Chad told me offline yesterday, however, uh, during uh, the Revolution pre-show, however, for Backlash, that Bobby did have a good time and enjoyed himself as well. So, uh, Bobby, we're glad you had a good time, my man, and hopefully uh, you got home safe and sound, however, and enjoyed yourself there at Churchill downtown however, over the weekend, however, and in- despite the nasty weather, uh, had an experience like no other. I heard it's a really unique experience to be there at Churchill Downs personally. And like I said, folks, however, um, I have a few friends who live down in that area, and they tell me uh, being there is almost as crazy as going to the Daytona 500 or being at the Masters Golf Tournament. But nevertheless, uh, it is very unique, and I can imagine, even though the weather was nasty and everything on, on Saturday and over the last couple of days down there in Louisville, uh, a lot of people, including Bobby, of course, uh, like I said, had a very good time, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, it was very unique, however, and hopefully, it was an experience that he will never forget anytime soon. But folks, those the results of what happened at the uh, Kentucky Derby there at Churchill Downs again justify how it definitely justified its cause. How, no pun intended, by becoming the big winner, however, on Saturday afternoon, however, in uh, the bluegrass state, if you will. So there you have it, folks. Uh, and again, as we mentioned, ladies and gentlemen, that story about Ken Jong and, of course, uh, the lady who he saved the life of, along with some of the patrons uh, some, who was happen to be with him as EMTs. Uh, a tip of the cap definitely goes out to them as well, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, just an amazing and heroic accomplishment in itself. However, uh, and again, we are thinking of that lady and her family. However, uh, certainly, we hope that she is uh, recovering uh, now. and uh, investing. At ease, however, and uh, not uh, overdoing it. Let's just say. But again, uh, just a uh, heroic achievement itself for this young uh, actor, however, shall we say, Ken Jong. I believe we hear somebody on the other line. Unless that's you, John. Is, uh, do we hear anyone on the line with us right now? No. Okay, we don't. I thought. I thought. I thought we did. I, I thought I couldn't. I couldn't tell. I mean, I'm looking here on the chat box too to see if we have anyone else. But it's just you and me. Okay. Well, folks, it's 10 after 4 here, and like I said, however, we still got about 40 minutes to go. We were expecting, of course, some big game guests. There. We hopefully will still hear from some big name guests before the top of the five o'clock hour, ladies and you know. But in the meantime, folks, however, we are having a good time here, as you can imagine. Uh, of course, a lot of other things going on in the world of wrestling today, and uh, outside of wrestling as well, including uh, the status of John McCain. Uh, John, I'm sure you heard about John McCain over the weekend, didn't you? Yeah. Yes, and we would definitely, uh, on behalf of myself, John, an entire, and I do mean entire panel, and everyone around the world, however, would like to send get-well wishes to the McCain family. Uh, John McCain is very, very sick right now, dealing with a brain tumor, we understand. Uh, according to reports, however, uh, he is still resting very comfortably as of today. However, we have not heard any updates or any new developments on that whole scenario as of yet. But uh, we would definitely like to... Uh, express our deepest heartfelt condolences to uh, the daughter of John McCain, Megan McCain, and the entire McCain family. Uh, our prayers are with you all right now for a great man, a very heroic, special man, shall we say. One of the guys I look up to entirely, however, in John McCain, and we hope that he makes a strong recovery, How and gets well very, very soon, if you will. In fact, John, did you watch that Live on Saturday? Yeah. No. But did you hear about it, though? Yeah. Yeah, I was gonna get your take on that. What did you think of that? That was pretty funny, I gotta say. I mean you had yeah, on, you had Ben Stiller on, you had Stormy Daniels on fresh off of her appearance after being in Pittsburgh last week, of course, where she uh did her uh world tour of America make America horny again. That was very unique. And then there was talk, John, I'm sure you also heard, however, about what happened at the University of Florida. Yeah. That was crazy. In case you did not hear, ladies and gentlemen, and here is the story of what happened in Florida. The University of Florida's apology has fallen short of the graduates in which an usher was yanked off the stage this weekend as they danced to celebrate their achievements during their spring commencement ceremony. Oliver Tosomo, one of the dancing students given the hook, told ABC's News GMA this morning, In general, I don't think I've ever been handled in that matter, not even by my parents. It's kind of embarrassing. It's kind of degrading. Another student told GMA that the dances were quote symbolic gestures of joy, that they had meeting rooted to their fraternities and sororities. She said that the response of the so-called white usher, who grabbed her and the others, quickly was shoved off stage, and it was not mandatory. Meanwhile, University of Florida President Kent Fuchs acknowledged that the school has been inappropriately aggressive while rushing graduates across the stage, however. A videotape incident earlier today stirred the controversy, however, amid suggestions that a white usher was motivated by race because the students were so-called black. Fuchs apologized at another ceremony late yesterday afternoon. John, your thoughts about this, about what went down, down in Florida?
3: Crazy.
1: Yes, it was. I definitely was. I agree. And as far as what happened goes, I do think, however, uh, that the president was wrong for what he did. I mean, I'm glad to see the president, however, admit what happened was wrong, but I do think however, they're going to get a lot of backlash out of this. I would not be surprised. Uh, definitely, like you said, crazy is the word I would definitely describe, no question about it. But I would also think it was absolutely—I wouldn't say despicable, but I would definitely say it was just uncalled for. I mean, yes, I understand the students may have been a little bit of wrong in what they did, how and the way they acted. But you know, they were having fun; they were having a good time. It seemed like, and I don't know if they were told to do—they felt like doing that and just making a mockery of themselves and just having a good time by going into. I wouldn't say business for themselves, but I just figured they were just out there to have some fun, however. They were going to have a good time, you know, and just enjoy themselves because this was their big day and achievement that they were leaving college and now going off into the real world after being in college for four years, however. Or maybe it's just because they felt like it was time to have a little fun, however, and not... Uh, Get into trouble. I don't know the whole story by heart. It just seems like there's like two different sides to this story. But if you ask me how it depends on how you look at it. I mean, personally, in my opinion, I do think, however, um, that they were wrong referring to the students however for what they did but I also think the way the school handled it was even more wrong however so folks uh, it's sort of like a mixed bag in my opinion to me it's a mixed bag in my opinion I have mixed emotions about this personally uh, but folks uh, that's just my opinion uh, John I know has his opinions about this too and I want to hear what he has to say about this besides being crazy John I'm You do? Okay, thank you very much. Uh, So there you have it, folks. Again, we will be watching this uh, very carefully. Again, like we said, ladies and gentlemen, this was, uh, again, an incident that did occur over the weekend, ladies and gentlemen. However, uh, on Friday and Saturday, ladies and gentlemen, uh, at the University of Florida down there in Gainesville, of course, uh, in the Sunshine State, if you will. Uh, so there you have it, folks. Some very interesting uh, dilemmas there. However, again, in case you did not hear, again, ladies and gentlemen, uh, the incident in general did occur. However, uh, like I said, however, like I said, as they were shoved across the stage, and here again, we'll repeat the story one more time. Again, in case you did not hear, one more time, in case you need, did not hear the first time, here's what happened. The University of Florida's apology has fallen short of the graduates whom an usher yanked off the stage this week as they danced to celebrate their achievements during a spring commencement ceremony. Oliver Tosoma, one of the dancing students given the hug, told ABC News at School Morning America today. In general, I don't think I've ever been handled in that matter. Not even by my not even by my parents. It's kind of embarrassing, kinda degrading. Meanwhile, another student identified as Nafi Ada told GMA that the dances were symbolic gestures of joy that had meaning rooted to their fraternities and sororities. She said that the response of the white usher who grabbed her and the others who shoved them off stage was, quote, not arbitrary. Ada went on to say, it was definitely contingent on your race. Other white students who were dancing were not perceived as a threat. Meanwhile, University of President Kent Fuchs, however, said the following this morning that the school had been inappropriately aggressive while rushing grads across the stage Saturday a videotaped incident that has stirred controversy online amid suggestions that the white usher was motivated by race because the students were indeed black. The usher, meanwhile, has not been identified, but Fuchs went on to say, "How after apologizing at another commencement ceremony on Sunday. I want to uh, personally apologize for us doing that on behalf of myself and also the University of Florida. (coughs) He later tweeted that he was reaching, quote, out to students involved, however, as well. But Ada and Tsuma said that Fuchs was on the stage at the time of the incident and did nothing, NOTHING to stop the Usher from renewing that milestone, milestone moment. Meanwhile, Ada, a part of the University's nearly 10,000 member Spring 2018 graduating class, went on to say and told ABC that her whole family had come from South Florida and London, and it was particularly hard for her younger sister to see her raise
3: off the stage.
1: So there you go, folks. Some uh, interesting uh, things are uh, developing on there, mind you. However, In fact, however, Fuchs went on to say, however, just a short time ago, that the hands-on removal process will be banned from all future ceremonies. So it looks like they're going to be uh, fixing that up and trying to uh, make sure that doesn't happen again, John. So that's a good thing. But still, that was kind of embarrassing for the school to undergo that whole ordeal over the weekend down there in Florida. It really was. Yeah. Uh, let's see, what else could we discuss We did talk about, of course, the Kentucky Derby We did mention that, we of course mentioned the NHL playoffs At the start of the show today We've also talked about some other news going on In the world of wrestling, ladies and gentlemen And again, in case you did not hear, ladies and gentlemen Of course, WWE did announce, ladies and gentlemen However, that they will be starting to film I believe, possibly in the next few days However, might. in fact, here's the story And we do want to thank our good friend Larry for 11 Mania for the following This is what he said, according to reports WWE have announced that Total Divas will be returning for an 8th and ninth season. Are you excited? Here's the plot line. Total Divas to return for seasons 8 and 9. e and fan favorite series, Total Divas, has been greenlit for the next two years. Later this fall, season 8 will debut with a few familiar faces and even a blast from the past as the series follows several powerful and inspiring female superstars, and will give the viewers an exclusive glimpse inside the professional careers and challenges of their everyday lives. Uh, Amy Davis, executive VP of Development Production, went on to say the following, We are thrilled to celebrate the 100th episode of this popular franchise and are grateful to announce two additional seasons. The series will continue to give a rare glimpse at a beloved cast of strong, diverse women whose biggest personalities, unique relationships, and aspirational lifestyles have proven to resonate with our audience. Meanwhile, however, on Total Bells will return a week from this Sunday on Sunday, May 20th at 9 o'clock for Season 3. Now, we've seen the trailer for it, and among the cast I'm looking right now, you've got uh, Naomi, Lana, Natty, Nikki, Maurice, Naya, Carmella, your girl Alexa, and I believe there's another addition to the cast, I'm not real sure, but overall, however, your thoughts about Total Divas returning for the next two years? Wow. Uh, all I can say is, crazy and drama. Yes, indeed, and we saw some crazy drama moments and, of course, some unique moments last year. And, in fact, how I believe on both Total Divas and Total Bells, they will show the actual uh, incident involving John Cena and Nikki Bell that led to their breakup, if you will. In fact, Eve was not sure if they would want to air this, hour. and In fact, originally, they were told, however, when the breakup happened a few weeks ago that they would... um. Excuse me, they were not sure, however, mind you, however, like I said, they weren't sure if they were going to air it or not, however, they were unsure if that would air, however, but unfortunately that turned out to be, like I said, however, mind you, I I don't know why they're going to air it, I, I just don't understand it at all, I just think it's stupid that they're going to uh, put this on television. I mean, they should just let bygones be... I mean, I wouldn't say bygones be bygones, but I just don't think they should just air it. I mean, let John Cena and Nikki have their own privacy. Let them have their own... uh, Basically, try to get their lives fixed up. And basically, uh, I was going to say how... I just... I don't know. They just ought to just let them have bygones... Let bygones be bygones, you know? And I don't know why they're letting these two uh, have them both air the personal differences on this show, however, I just, I don't get it, you know, I just don't get it, yeah, like I said, I just, I think it's ridiculous, I just, I don't know, I just, I think it's ridiculous, but like I said, if you're trying to sell, uh, the show, so be it, but in my opinion, I just think it's just absolutely childish, and petty, and ridiculous, and just absolutely not worth it, you know, it really is. Uh, A few NBA fans out there, ladies and gentlemen, we understand that after four years, however, mind you, however, Stan Van Gundy has been given his pink slip. Yes, folks, after four years, however, after the Detroit Pistons coach hired him as their basketball coach and not making the playoffs in back-to-back years, ladies and gentlemen, has been given his walking papers. Yes, folks, he was given his walking papers this afternoon by the Detroit Pistons after four years. So apparently the Detroit Pistons are now looking for a new coach, we understand. So there you go. Uh, also, ladies and gentlemen, as we mentioned, ladies and gentlemen, hold on, I'll be right back, John. Okay. Here we go. I got something that's going to amaze you, however. I just got a message from MLD.
3: Okay.
1: And MLD is, let me know right now here, folks. She says, please pass this message along to me. She will not make it on the show today due to a doctor appointment, but she said hello to all of us, however. Her rating is 2.3, and the main event could be a rematch between Alexa and Naya. Believe it or not. So that's the first time we've heard MLD. Uh, in a while give us a hurrah rating. So folks, uh thank you very much to MLD, and uh hopefully you're feeling okay and much better and hopefully nothing's wrong <laughs> well, everything goes. But we do want to thank you for checking in with us here this afternoon. All right, let me just put my I'm gonna keep my phone in here in case it goes off again, however, mind you, so there you go. Um some other news going on, however, mind you, however, we understand believe not there's some talk, John, I don't know if you heard this or not, however there's already talk that the Orioles are talking about training Manny Machado, believe it or not, out of Baltimore, believe it or not. What? Manny Machado of the Orioles? hmm uh-huh. He might be on his way out the door. There's reports that the Dodgers, the Mets, the Braves, and maybe Milwaukee, along with Chicago, could be interested in, bless you, of this young man. Uh, apparently, however, uh, the Orioles last year, in 75-87, however as of now are off to their worst start in baseball history as of today. As of today they are a very mediocre eight and twenty six, believe it or not. They're off to a very, very bad start, if you will, uh, entering today's play, if you will. Uh so there you go. Uh John, your boys of course are eighteen and seventeen, of course. They are playing, of course, the San Diego Chargers I do Chargers, the San Diego Padres, if you will, however, mind you, huh? Um, uh, hold on, we are hearing some news about Ronda Rousey
3: oh,
1: let's, Hold on a second What are you watching, anyway? Uh,
3: Survivor Series 91
1: Nice, nice The Tuesday in Texas, the Tuesday in Texas show Yep. I I remember that show. And like I said, I just got the network so I'm going going to be used to watching some of these old school shows, however. I was watching another say this is going to blow your mind, however. <laughs> Flambaré 2000, however.
3: Yeah.
1: yeah. Uh I watched that today, however. Uh but folks, uh like I said, uh we're uh, trying to get some updates on uh some of the news going on as far as Alexa Bliss goes, so there you go, folks. We did have an update- like I said, we uh, like I said, how our- like I said, how are our- we're gonna try finding some other news how are our- here in a second. I mean, we're looking to see if we hear other news going on uh let's see here, uh, I'm trying to find out here
3: um- okay, here we go.
1: Uh, here's some news here, let's tell you about right now, uh, that happened this week, however. Uh, it was uh, last week, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, believe it or not, of course, it was uh, 15 years ago, last Friday, WWE did a house show, and here is what happened on the house show in Oshawa, Ontario. Uh, the Ws 3-Minute Warning. Rodney Mack beat Tommy Dreamer. La Resistance. Uh, Sylvain Grenier and Robert Conway defeated the Hurricane and Maven. Christian beat Spike Dudley, Jazz beat Trish and Victoria and Jacqueline, Uh, Kane and RVD beat Lance Storm, if I could be serious for a moment, and Chief Morley, Stevie Richards beat uh, Rico, and in the main event, John, you're going to love this one, Test beat uh, Scott Steiner, believe it or not. Wow. wow. So, yeah, that's what happened fifteen years ago this week. And now, ladies and gentlemen, joining us on I see two surprises. First off, are, let's welcome in from Palmyra, welcome in from Palmyra, Virginia, ladies and gentlemen. We didn't think we would hear from her, but she decided to come on for a few minutes anyway to join us, however. Let us welcome in the M to the L to the D, the first queen, the true queen of wrestling, ladies and gentlemen, however. And I know she will have a lot to vet about today, ladies and gentlemen. Let's welcome her in. She is the female uh Let's just say the female Brock Lesnar, and she is a beast. And when she is a beast, folks, she lets her temper express a lot of ways how her anger and then somehow Let's welcome in the incredible Hulk, ladies and gentlemen, MLD Michelle Lindodge. Michelle, how are you? <laughs> That's a hell of an introduction. Thank you, JD. I'm fine. You're, that's great. Welcome to 140. We're glad you're on. And join us also on the call ID I see right now. I didn't think he would make it today, but he is going to be on for the, for a few minutes, ladies and gentlemen. It is the Heartbreak Kid, ladies and gentlemen, who will be, of course, in Michelle's Corner. However, this coming Friday night for episode number 500, let us welcome him the showstopper, the main event, the headliner, Mr. Shawn Michaels himself, Fonzie. Fonzie, welcome to 140. Hey,
5: how are you
1: doing? Good. We got uh, you, we got Michelle, and we got. Uh, John, we were just talking about backlash and some other stuff going on. How we broke down our thoughts about backlash, Michelle. I know you're itching to talk about backlash, so <laughs> let us have the stage. Like I say, as always, is yours. So please, I know you have a lot to vent. Please do. Well, let's see. Um, I,
0: I the, the card was pretty good to it, um, in, in terms of matches, but uh in terms of outcome of a lot of them sucked <laughs> um i don't know who won the um the first match the um ruby riot and uh, bailey Uh ruby did ruby won 18 to bailey oh, good, go. okay, good. Just... um i missed that one so mm-hmm. um okay yeah okay good um let's see uh terrible 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 show um Everybody's making a big spectacle over Roman and Joe. They said it was the, ma- the main. It was the match of the night. I that, I don't. I don't think so. Um, nope. I agree. I, uh, you know, I, the fans were clearly chanting, "This is boring. This is boring. Roman sucks." On and on, you know. Mm-hmm. Y you, you know, same old normal shit that they've been doing. Roman here lately. Um, sure. I clearly think that the the match of the night was Rollins and Miz.
1: Yes, it was. I agree.
0: Um, they, really put, they really put on a hell of a show. It was a hell of a match. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I mean, those two, they kill it together, you know. And, I mean, yeah, yeah. just as well as Seth and Finn do, you know, they put on some really good matches before, too. Um. Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, and uh, uh, I was mentioning earlier today, too, uh, I'm sure you heard about this, and I did mention to you offline earlier, and Fonzie will continue in a minute, but they have now announced that they have greenlit the series for Total Divas for the next two years. Eight and nine, however, have been approved. And the eighth season will premiere in the fall on the E-Network, while Total Bells will debut a week from Sunday, the new season. Huh, awesome. Yep. Uh, one thing I want to talk about, talk about Divas, Howard. Let's talk about the two Divas matches. I know you're going to have a lot to say about these two, but we saw about. not found
0: Oh dude, Oh, yes, please do let me talk about that. Yes. Uh, Nye Jackson, Lexa Bliss. Um, basically, you know, it it it's predictable. It, it's going the way that everybody, you know well, pretty much the way that Vince McMahon wants it to go. Mm-hmm. Um, do I think Nia Jax is uh, you know, women's championship material? No, I don't. I'm sorry, I don't. Um, mm-hmm. she's about as, you know I I can't say that as she she's Samoan, so you know, you know how I feel about them. Uh mm-hmm. um but I don't think she's women's championship material. Alexa Bliss is, but, you know, we probably won't be seeing her for a while now. Um, the AJ Styles-Shinsuke Nakamura match, I don't know what the hell that shit was, yep. but uh, last time I recalled, and, you know, we spoke about this earlier, J.D., um, mm-hmm. I didn't know a no disqualification match could be a 10 out. Yeah,
1: that's what's on that's I didn't on know that. that.
0: Yeah. yeah. Um, to my knowledge, it, you you can't. I mean you don't but <coughs> um, yeah you're right. The Jeff and Randy match was shit, basically. Yeah. Um I think the worst ma one of the worst matches of the night. Um but definitely the worst match of the night, basically yeah. because of the outcome was AJ and, and Nakamura to me. Surely. Mm-hmm.
1: Um let's see, what was the other ones? Um Charlotte and Carmella.
0: Oh, Charlotte and Carmella. Oh my god. If I hear that bitch, that crazy, stupid, slut whore,
1: yep. damn
0: Carmella say "Mella is money" and all that other bullshit that she says one more time, yep. I am going to freaking flip and lose my mind. But anyway, same way. Um, it was a it was a good match because Charlotte Flair was in it. That's really yep. the only reason. Right, and she should have won. Point blank. she should have won. Yep. Um. The Bobby and Braun and Kevin and uh that was stupid. I yep. mean it was good and great because you know the power of Bobby and Braun together. Right. they make a great tag team, but uh as far as uh, Kevin and, and Sammy, uh, yeah, I mean did they turn on each other? Did, yep. did Sammy they turn on him it looked like to me? I d I don't know. I don't yep. it doesn't really matter to me. Um it just was really kinda of stupid.
1: Yeah. Um What about the what about the whole Elias thing with the new day, and then you had Rusev in English, and then uh, Rude showed up, and then it was Brizongo uh, and then No Way Jose and the Entourage. What was you take on that whole thing? Um,
0: okay. I mean, it was yeah. funny.
1: Yeah. I um. Mean. Yeah. Yeah. I mean,
0: it was it was funny. I mean, a lot of people on Facebook are saying that that was more entertaining than watching Roman Reigns wrestle Samoa Joe. Yeah, like, I agree. Right. I agree. Yeah. Um. Yeah, Roman and Samoa Joe. Yeah, I mean, they kill it. Yeah, they, you know, it was an A O K okay match, but it wasn't, you know, something to write home to mom about.
1: Right, exactly. I agree. I mean,
0: it, it's the same as it has been every damn match that they've had together.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Basically, in a nutshell. But I will say. Yep. And it's going to be shocking to everybody. Sure. That was one, the best match that I've seen Roman fight in a while.
1: Yeah, I would agree. I would agree. Good point. Um, and uh, b- before we uh, get more thoughts here, I just want to remind uh, everyone, however, and I'll tell you real quick, Michelle and Fonzie, I'll get your opinion after I get this point across. Uh, we do want to wish, of course, Kevin Owens a happy birthday today. He is 34. Brooke Hogan, of course, turned 30 on Saturday. Chad Patton, 42. Uh, Brian Knobs 53, yesterday. Will Osprey, 25. And today, Michelle, you're going to like this one. And so will Oh, Owen today, Yes. Today is Owen's birthday. Happy birthday to the true King of Hearts, the Hall of Famer who I think will definitely should go in next year, Owen Hart. Yes, indeed. Uh, Fonzie, yeah. let's get your take now about Backlash after what I talked to you about earlier today and uh, weigh in with your thoughts now. <laughs> 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 i
5: Mr. Bailey, Notch, Yeah. I watched uh, Seth Seth yep. Rollins and the yep. Miz.
1: Great match. Which,
5: which I lost. you know, But yep. I don't care about that. But, right. Uh, that was the best match of the night.
1: Yeah. Agreed. That. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Yeah. I'm agreeing. Um, uh,
5: let's see what else right after that. Who was.
1: Naya and Alexa. Oh, uh,
5: yeah. Naya. <sighs> Was it, was it okay? I don't di- hate anyone. Yeah. I just dislike Naya, but yeah. I like the Blizz. Yeah, I mean, she's, awful. she's she awful.
1: Yeah, she's she, awful. Yeah. She got manhandled. She got
5: tossed like a piece of, piece yeah. of bacon across the room. yeah. Oh,
0: yeah. Well, I mean, she outweighs her and is taller than her by a yeah. lot.
1: Yeah, 50-plus yeah. pounds. I mean Alexa five one fun ten one fifteen and nice six four two seventy. I mean go for yeah. there you go. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh what about Jeff and Randy? What was your thoughts on that one? I lost
5: this game match.
1: Yeah. I thought
5: I thought rating you
1: know So did gonna, I. I thought Randy was going to get the US title back. Yeah, I thought so too. That was one of my wrong ones. Um, like Michelle said, what about Charlotte and Carmella? This one really irritated me. This was one one of the more entertaining matches of the evening. Next to Daniel Bryan and Big Cass. She was talking
5: so mm. much fucking trash. Yeah. Um. Mm-hmm. I dislike her.
0: She's yeah. a little Mitch, say it, Swansea. Bitch.
5: Yeah, it's but, yeah, little but. bit slight, right? Yeah. Uh, I love Charlotte. I thought she could have won this match. Yep. She should have. Yep. But, you know, uh, I don't know how long it's going to go with this, Carmella.
1: I think till it, my, comes, well, it, depends, it depends on how long Charlotte's going to be out of action for Because We haven't heard anything yet about her and Alexa yet today. I'm thinking, yeah. I think with Charlotte, I think it depends on how bad the knee is, maybe until Money in the Bank, and then she gets it back maybe one more time. But, I mean, I know, Michelle, you're going to hate me for saying this, and maybe Fonzie will too, but I think the only person, and I told John this right before you guys both came on, I think the only person that could challenge her for that belt now could be Oscar. I hate to say no. that. But... No,
0: no, no, no. Well, but exactly. who else
1: out there besides Becky? I mean, Becky Lynch is another possibility. No, not
0: even her either. Charlotte Flair, oh,
1: my gosh. No, and I'm talking about Carmella. Huh? I'm talking about when Carmella loses the title. The only, those are the only two I could see. Charlotte will get it back, depending on how. Again, it depends on how bad Charlotte's knee is. If Charlotte cannot go for any extended period of time, those are the only two I could see challenging Carmella. Because if Charlotte, unless Charlotte is okay, then yes, I can see Charlotte getting the belt back. But if Charlotte cannot go out there and perform for any extended period of time, depending on how bad that knee is, because you saw her, you saw Michelle, and so did I, and so did John. And Fonzie, I'm sure you heard about it too. She had yes. a, it looked like sounded like she had a pop in her knee when she went down on that moonsault last night. If she cannot go for any certain period of time, however, and they have her out of action for a while, those are the only two I could see challenging her. And as far well, as, as a, well, he, she's not the only one you got to worry about the knee with. You got to worry about Rollins too. He was, he was yeah, crazy. that's right. Seth was a little banged up too. I didn't think about that. I forgot to mention that. Yeah, that's right. Seth was a little banged up last night too. But I'll tell you, I mean the. That frog splash he hit last night was incredible. That was like Eddie yeah. Guerrero-esque. That was probably the best move I'd seen him. A- Eddie, is, Eddie up was up there clapping his Oh, hands he was. No out. doubt. He, he, he has to be more than happy every week when he sees Rollins deliver that frog splash. I mean, Rollins kills it every single week. He is not Monday Night Rollins for nothing. He is not damn Monday Night Raw tonight. He's been amazing. You're right. And you're just, right, Michelle. Uh, he was I clapping last uh, That the next
0: match not be them him against The Miz again. Because, damn it, that's just really hard for me.
1: Yeah, I hear you. We'll, well, we'll see what happens. I mean, I th- I've think i been hearing, and i just I mentioned this off – I did not mention this to you off uh, earlier today, Michelle, and I spoke to you offline. And Fonte, they mentioned this to you last night. But John and I talked a little bit about this last night after the show. However, when I talked to him after the show, the two people I keep hearing that they might be bringing back, however, and it could happen as, maybe as early as tonight or this week, one of them could be Dean Ambrose, maybe, but the other person I know, Michelle, you're not going to like hearing this, Jason Jordan might be back tonight. Oh, they're both a fucking snoozefest to me. But That's- I will say this, and I did mention this to John earlier, you, you might want to watch Table for Three tonight. You're going to have AJ Styles, <laughs> Shane O'Mac, and Kurt Angle on. Yes, definitely want to see that. That will be a good discussion. Those three sharing time at the table. And like I said to uh, John earlier, I just got the network yesterday. Uh, Hopefully I'll have a new TV real soon and I can start watching stuff on my TV up in my room. But, I mean, I did... See clips yesterday morning briefly before I went running around earlier in the day how I did watch a little bit of the table of a three with Elias, Jeff Jarrett, and Road Dogg. I thought that was one of the better ones. I enjoyed that yeah, one. Yeah, it was
0: a really good one. That was
1: one of the better ones I've watched in a long time. I told John, another I mean, another three people I'd like to see maybe down the road at some point, maybe share some stories at the table. Uh, I threw out these names, Pret Hart, Pat, Pat Patterson, and Triple H. I think that would be an interesting discussion with those three. Yeah. Those three, I mean, I'm sure Brett and Hunter maybe, like Sean, finally, I wouldn't say kissed and made up, but they kind of saw eye to eye. I know for a long time Brett had a lot of respect for Pat Patterson, or hell, you could do Pat Patterson, uh, maybe uh, all I see champions. about this one, Pat Patterson, Don Morocco, Ken Patera. the first three. Yeah. That would be great. Those three legends, mm-hmm. I can see stories out of those three guys. Cause Patterson, of course, was a great champion. Tara was always a tough, big guy. And Morocco, I always loved Morocco. Even when he was a heel of Fuji, and even before Fuji, when he was with, like, the Wizard and that, I watched so much old footage of Morocco. And every time Morocco always found a way to rip on Superfly, I always had a smile across my face because he was so great as a heel back in the early 80s. I can see that happen. But, uh, like I said, some other legends, of course, celebrating birthdays I didn't mention. One other legend I did mention uh, recently over the weekend did have a late birthday. The late Hercules Hernandez turned 62, believe it or Mm -hmm. not. Yeah, former uh, Bobby the Brain Heenan family member, if you will. Uh, Cole Cabana turned 37 yesterday, of course. Uh, Dakota Kai, 30. And as I mentioned, Brian Knobs turning 53 yesterday. So some very unique birthdays. Um. Like I said, guys, we got about twenty minutes to kill, so we're going to talk a little bit about uh, the early preview of RAW now. However, and get everyone's early assessment of what RAW will be like tonight. Uh, Fonzie, I'll start with you first. However, I know there's a lot going on tonight, not just with the, the hockey games, however, but what's going to happen in New York. The superstars leave for Europe after tonight. What do you expect to see happening tonight in Long Island in your early preview?
0: Well,
5: I'm going to say we might.
2: David,
1: uh, you want to come back? Yeah, let me come back to me. Okay, no problem. Yeah, that's fine, no problem. Uh, Michelle, go ahead with your assessment of the early preview of Raw. What do you expect to see tonight?
0: Um, I expect to see probably the Miz once a rematch mm-hmm. against Rollins. Yep. I-, I know that's definitely in the cards. Um, there are some things that I've been reading and hearing, and I think maybe me and you talked about it, but it didn't happen last night, so I don't know if it's going to. But, uh, yep. as far as Dean and Jason returning, um, that's when I'll take a shit break or, you know, <laughs>
3: uh,
0: Go get a drink or something because I don't smoke anymore. I haven't smoked since November, but um, mm. yeah, I have i have, I have not had a cigarette since November.
1: Wow, that's good. Congratulations. Yep. Yes, congratulations. Um, thank Sounds you.
0: Cool. Um, yeah, I'm starting to feel a lot better day by day too. So, um, I think that well, obviously they'll give a you know update on Alexa. I mean, would mm-hmm. like to yeah. know what really truly is wrong and how right. long she's going to be out and stuff like that? Because that really sucks. Mm-hmm. Um, especially for the women's division that's already in shit state as it is. Yeah. Uh, so, Be yeah, nice yeah. if WWE, you know, or, or Roman uh Roman, fuck. Triple <laughs> will pull something out of their hat and um right. you know, bring some other st- superstars in. Mm-hmm. If, if you're truly gonna shake it up, shake it up, damn it. Shake it up good this time.
1: Right, I, uh, I would I, think, I would agree. I would definitely agree. You know, agree.
0: I mean start start aiming for impact. Start getting some of those people, man. Because yeah,
1: start going to Ring of they, Honor. Go to Japan. Even.
0: Yes, go. Just go where you need to go. Go where the money is. Go. You know, I would love more than anything, JD, anything yes. in this world to see the Miz and Eli Drake go head to head.
1: That would be interesting. Yeah, that would be a good match. I agree with you there. That would be an entertaining match. I mean, match. could you
0: imagine the? friggin' promos between those two. Oh, God, yes.
1: They'd be money. Oh, yes, no question. No, they'd be oh, phenomenal. I, I'm going
0: to say this in honor of you men that, you know, were grown with, you know, goods between your legs. Yes. This shit of AJ and them and the low blows has got yes. to stop. But I agree. Yeah. Governor, you know, you could really damage a man down there by mm-hmm. doing that shit, and they need to stop.
3: Yeah, I it's, agree. I, I
0: They do it and I just cringe, you know? And I mean, like Nakamura, it took him forever to move last night. Right,
3: yeah, exactly. I do.
0: Tonight, I mean,
1: after a (laughs) a shit pay per
0: view like that, they really need to step their game up and they need to make it a really, really damn good show.
1: I would agree. Very good point there, Michelle. I would agree. i percent with you. Well, we'll see. Like I said, of course, tomorrow night, the Superstars in Baltimore, not far from you and John there, Michelle, at the World Farms yeah. Arena. Then they head off to uh, the U.K., of course, in Europe. Of course, the U.K. tour starts on Thursday at the SSE Arena in Belfast. Friday night, they're at the Three Arena in Dublin. Saturday night, however, they are in Spain, believe it or not, and in Germany, respectively. Sunday, they're in Prague, however, and Wales. Mm-hmm. Monday next week, however, the SmackDown superstars are in Budapest, if you will, however, while the Raw is in London. Tuesday, they're in London. Then, of course, they do shows in Geneva, in uh, Cesaro's hometown. Vienna, they're going to be there, of course. Uh, Italy and Rome, of course, and Milan, Paris. Uh, if you will, uh, like I said, Munich, Germany. Uh, two weeks from tonight, ladies and gentlemen, the superstars, of course, then return back home to the States in Albany, New York at the Times Union Center. And then, of course, the 22nd there in Worcester Mass, just outside of Boston at the DCU Center, if you will. Meanwhile, of course, uh, three weeks from today, they're going to be in MLB's Neck of the Woods Howard, in and John's Neck of the Woods of Richmond, Virginia at the legendary Richmond Coliseum, ladies and gentlemen. Tickets are still available. Yep, I have
0: to miss that show, and I'm really pissed.
1: Yeah, that that because that, 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 every time uh, wrestling comes to Richmond, we know the history that even back in the day, even before the WWE hit Richmond, however, back in the day in the early 80s and the mid 80s, the NWA always made Richmond one of their premier stops. Of course, along the yep. tour, that was always the thing to be. I mean, whether it be. Are we doing some of those shows? I remember a few people I knew who uh, who uh, I grew up with uh, who moved to Richmond, however, when I was in grade school, used to go to those shows too. They were big shows, I remember, at the Coliseum. But they will be there three weeks from tonight, uh, a couple weeks, and then the following night they'll be in Raleigh then, of course, uh, they start off June with a big bang, no pun intended. Of course, they will be in uh, Houston, Texas, if you will. And speaking of Houston, Texas, ladies and gentlemen, barring any circumstances, we just heard this moment ago, ladies and gentlemen, and I'm seeing it right now here, uh on Monday, June the 4th, live at the Cricket Wireless Store at 8452 Golf Freeway at STED Houston, Texas. Well, the zip code is 77017. Come meet Little Miss Bliss herself, depending on if she is going to have surgery or not. However, that day from 11 to 1, she'll be taking autographs and taking photos and signing autographs, I should say, excuse me, that Monday morning, right before the Monday Night Raw show invades Houston, our home, a friend and home of the Good friends of, uh, let's just say, um, who am I thinking of here? However, um, the Wolf Queen and Heavy Metal. That's who I'm thinking of. As Monday Night so Raw. In? Yeah, it'll be down there next to the, it's June the 4th in Houston.
3: Yes. Mm-hmm.
1: I might have to, give him a call. I have to give Troy a call. I haven't talked to him and Pam in a while, but the last time I talked to them, though, they did say hello to everyone, however, and hopefully at some point they will be trying to make it back on the air at some point. But I did talk to them right before WrestleMania, and I will have to call them this week and tell them that WWE will be coming to their neck of the woods one month from today, ladies and gentlemen, on Monday, June the 4th, live from the Compaq Center in Houston, believe it or not. And uh, let's see, what else? Um... There was something else I saw. June 5th, I know they're going to be in Corpus Christi. But yeah, the next pay-per-view, of course, will not be until be until Father's Day. But I did hear that tomorrow night, however, they will have the first-round qualifying matches for Money in the Bank in Baltimore. And that I believe The Miz has entered himself in it. Believe it or not, I'm not surprised. But he has entered it. So he will be in a qualifying match coming up tomorrow night in Baltimore. So, yeah, uh, well, because I
0: hate yeah, to tell you, but he's going to be coming after AJ's belt.
1: I think so, too. I would have to agree. And I'll say that that's going to be a good feud there, I feel. That'll be a great feud there, I feel, with those oh, two. Yeah. Those two really, I think, will hold their own. But uh, we'll have to wait and see, however. Uh, But uh, as far as anything else goes, I mean, I don't know what else is going to happen. Like I said, we've got a lot going down in the next month or so. Of course, we will be getting updated tonight, I'm sure, on the status of Alexa Bliss, as you said, Michelle. Very good point indeed. I'm sure we'll hear more about the status of uh, Charlotte's injury, maybe tomorrow night in Baltimore. We don't really know. Um, I did, uh, I mean, I wasn't surprised, but I'm, I'm glad they didn't do it last night. They didn't have those. Dingo, Vegemite, boomerang-throwing dogs, (laughs) as I'm calling them now, (laughs) Billy Kane, payne Royce, however, uh, interfered last night. But I, I am so sick of them already. I am so beyond sick of them. It's not even funny. I really cannot stand them. I mean, Payne Royce isn't the bad, dingo. but Billy you Cain. don't like the dingoes. I don't like the dingoes. I do not like dingoes anywhere. But I mean, Payne Royce ain't bad, but Billy Kaye, Jesus Christ! I mean, she's like chalk on a chalkboard. She reminds me of. A little, she's a little bit like a young Paige with the hairstyle, though. But jeez Louise, my God. <laughs>
5: It's crazy!
1: It's crazy. My God! Yeah, but I did mention right before you both came on the line that, of course, coming up this Friday for episode 500, we will have not one, not two, but four. Count of uno, dos, cuatro, cinco. As far as the belts go, two belts from Fonzie, who will have Michelle in his corner. Two of my own, which I will announce tomorrow night on the Revolution show. Which belts I will be putting on? Winner take all. It will be a history-making episode in itself, ladies and gentlemen. For 500, ladies and gentlemen, coming up this Friday night. That's right, the Friday before Mother's Day. Be sure to uh, get ready for what should be a wild Friday night extravaganza, ladies and gentlemen, as well as the rest of the week. It's going to be a pretty darn good show, ladies and gentlemen. And I am also I'm happy to report here, if I can find it here, ladies and gentlemen, while I'm looking at this for just a second. Uh, we can tell you, however, that coming up, however, I'm looking at it right now, that coming up, ladies and gentlemen, in three weeks... That's three weeks from this Wednesday, ladies and gentlemen, which will be, however, uh, uh, this shit. week is. Uh, let's see, the ninth, 18th, fifteen. I'm thinking 28th. Here, no, no, thank you, the 28th, Thank you, the twenty-eighth. Thank you, Fonzie. Is it the twenty-eighth now? No, the twenty-eighth is. Uh, no, three weeks from Wednesday. Uh. The thirtieth. Yeah, the thirtieth. Yeah, the thirtieth. May thirtieth, ladies and gentlemen. Three weeks from this coming Wednesday, history will be made, however, as wrestling debate will be celebrating number one oh oh. Yes folks. One hundred shows, however. So believe it or not, ladies and gentlemen, it will be a history-making episode in itself, ladies and gentlemen. Coming up three weeks, ladies and gentlemen, from this Wednesday, and of course, this uh, tomorrow night, ladies and gentlemen, we will have episode number one eighteen of Wrestling Revisited. While here today at Wrestling Raw Radio, we are celebrating episode number one forty. In the meantime, let's give you the number again before we give you our raw ratings and predictions, ladies and gentlemen, as we do normally here every Monday around the same time. However, 1724-444-7044, caller ID 138744, you've got the Iceman, the Black Widow, the Heartbreak Kid, and the Human Suplex Machine. What has been a very good afternoon so far, and it is a gorgeous afternoon Hopefully, wherever you're at, the sun is definitely shining and bright here in my neck of the woods, along with Fonzie's. I know, John, you said it was nice down your neck of the woods in Michelle. I'm sure it's really nice I'm sure down there in Palmyra as well. So, folks, usually we uh, have a couple other people giving us our Raw Reigns tonight. But tonight, however, we have a little bit of a twist, Howard. Filling in for the boss man to give us her Raw Reigns and predictions, however, tonight uh, is the Black widow. So I think it's only fitting we will start it out with her as she gives us her Raw Reigns and predictions for tonight's show. So, Michelle, the stage is all yours. Go right ahead. Well, thank you.
0: Um, hmm, I'm going to say 1.9. Um, yes. I think it's going to be very good. Um, I'm going to say we want the main event, right? Yeah. Right. Uh, I'm going yeah. to say it's going to be Miz and Seth rematch. Well, no, 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 scratch that. Okay. Um, I think it's going to be, oh, uh, shit. <laughs> um, I want to say Elias and Bobby Roode. That would be interesting. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, I'm gonna say they they need to feud those two, which really sucks for me on that too. If they do, why did I even open my mouth to say that? Because I really like both of them. Um. What else am I giving you? <laughs> uh, just just a general
1: number. That's all. Oh, I'm gonna say 1.9.
0: Mhm. And then I'm gonna say the main event is gonna be that, and I'm gonna say, let's crank it up and let's see some really good returns tomorrow, tonight, and and tomorrow. Let's hope.
1: Yeah. Oh I would I would definitely agree, however. And no on point.
0: that note I bid you all bid you all for farewell. I had to go get my child. <laughs> all
1: right, well tell Cal we said hey and we will talk to you later on this week. righty. y'all take care. Bye, bye myself. All right. All right. I'm the Black Widow uh, joining us here this afternoon for a few minutes. I'm really glad to have her on here as she normally does not make that many appearances here on the Raw Radio Show, but we're glad she squeezed in some time. Uh, thank you very much, Michelle. Fonzie, we'll go to you next, however. It's going to be an interesting night, however, uh, not just however, in Long Island, but here in hockey, however. Let's get your thoughts, however, however, and I know you're going to have a lot. To, I mean, I, I know Michelle's not a hockey person, but let's get your thoughts, however, on two things, the hockey score and the Raw Radio main event mm-hmm. prediction tonight. Um. I'm gonna say I went four, Washington two. So the Pens win four to two. You said right?
5: Yeah. All
1: right. And your raw rating prediction? One point nine.
5: mm Mm-hmm. Uh. I'm gonna go with Seth and Miz as the main event.
1: Oh, okay, very good. However, thank you very much, there. and Fonzie uh, has his prediction in. John, let's get your prediction on the hockey game and the raw rating and main event prediction tonight. Oh,
4: you got you pit you two Pittsburgh Pittsburghans are gonna be will be sad if the Capitals win.
1: Yes, but you got to tip it to them though. They've had up. They've been out playing. They've done very well. I hope he has been really doing, even though he has been uh, struggling a little bit here. And there, he's playing a lot better than Murray has, though. I will admit that. Go ahead. All right. Um, my Washington will be three to two. All right. Yeah. And
4: um, also, and also for my raw review. Yeah. Um, I want to say a fatal four-way match. Ooh, okay. For Brock Lesnar's Universal title. All right.
1: Uh, Roman Reigns. Yep. Ron Strowman. Mm-hmm. Seth Mm-hmm. And Bobby Lashley. Ooh, okay. Not bad. And uh, let's uh, get your overall assessment of the rating. 2.2. 2.2. 2. 2. Okay. <laughs> Excuse me. Uh I'm going to go with my hockey score will be 4-3. to three. I think it's going to be 4-3. I think the Pens do get forced to Game 7 back at Washington, and you will have, hopefully, Wilson back for Game 7 if it comes to that. We'll have to wait and see if that happens, though, so time will tell. I think that will be that is the score. Raw, I think, has to rebound this week. I mean, they really have to find a way to rebound. Sorry about that, folks. We're just being here. Uh, we will definitely say, I I do think, however, that the rating this week has got to pick back up. I'm going to go 2-3 as well. My main event's going to be a little different, though, guys. I'm going to do it with a, little, with a little bit of a twist. I think you're going to have uh, Roman, and you're going to have maybe Seth taking on... Possibly maybe Joe shows up, and I think it'll be Miz. Joe and Miz versus Roman and Seth. That's my prediction. Mm -hmm. So we'll see. We will definitely see. But, folks, we will definitely let you know about that, however, coming up, Power. Now, ladies and gentlemen, before we wrap up the show, however, we do want to wish all the mothers out there early on a very special early Happy Mother's Day, however, to you all this week. Hopefully it is full of magic and happiness, if you will. And uh, we definitely want to give you all our best out there to the moms out there, however. So, folks, we will definitely be watching it very carefully. I do want to thank my colleagues for coming in today. Of course, the human suplex machine, as always. The heartbreak kid, however, despite the fact he was under the weather a little bit, did make it in for a little while. I do want to thank him for coming in for a few minutes as well. Fonzie, appreciate it, and Fondy, if you want to stick around after? I do want to talk to you about something as well. Also, we want to do and thank the Black Widow, Michelle Lindot, for coming on for a few minutes, ladies and gentlemen, and spending some time with us as well. So there you have it, folks. Next week, however, we will talk about more about... Monday Night Raw, the aftermath, of course, following. Last uh, tonight's Raw. You can hear tonight at 11.30 p.m. on Facebook.com with John, of course, uh, John Gross, G-R-O-H-S, ladies and gentlemen. He will talk about the NHL postseason, I'm sure the NBA playoffs, maybe as well, but he'll also give you his thoughts about Backlash and Monday Night Raw. He will definitely have a lot to talk about. John, let's hope it's a good show. I mean, last week, how you definitely had a lot to rant about, and it was understandable. I knew you are going to have a lot to rant about again tonight. Also, ladies and gentlemen, don't forget this week, Howard, promised to be an action-packed week. The fun continues, Howard, tomorrow night with our two for Tuesday, of course, and it will carry over in throughout the rest of the week. So, folks, it is going to be a great week. how lined up for you. We've got some great shows lined up for you as well. And it will be a howlingly good time. So, folks, there you have it. Again, I do want to thank the Human Suplex Machine, the Heartbreak Kid, and the Black Widow today. Folks, as we take you out, and like I said, I do want to just stick on for a few minutes, uh, just a couple seconds before we go sign off for the day. I we're going to play our closing game for you today, and I think it's only fitting how we have a little fun, Howard. We're going to go ahead and talk, and I'll head oh, on out. Are we going to head out on out, John? Okay, over. Well, I'll catch up with you later on tonight, Howard, after Roger during Raw. I'll give you a buzz, so uh, good luck to your boys tonight. It should be a good game, and we'll catch, I'll catch up with you later this evening. Okay. Alright, All right, the m suplex machine right now, Fond, you just want to stick around for a couple seconds, however, uh, real quick, I'm going to play our closing theme for a couple minutes, it is only fitting, ladies and gentlemen, how, as we said, we have a little magic in our midst, how. so we're going to play for you one of the best tunes of the 80s, ladies and gentlemen, it is the Cars with their hit, Magic, so folks, there you have it. So for now, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to close it out now. And we do want to thank you. We will be back in the same time, same spot next week. And also next week, ladies and gentlemen, we will be keeping you updated throughout the show, ladies and gentlemen, because next week the superstars are in London. So we will not be... giving you our raw ratings we'll give you our raw ratings as far as next week goes but we will not give you our main event predictions because next week we'll be giving you updates throughout the afternoon during the show however as far as what's going on as far as raw goes in London so folks there you have it So now, ladies and gentlemen, uh, we're ready to close up shop now, ladies and gentlemen. So, again, I do want to thank my colleagues today. I will talk to you all again next week, along with the Heartbreak Kid, the Human Suplex Machine, and the Black Widow, as well as King NWO, Gerard T. Smith, and Mr. WCW, Chad Hinshaw, the last kicker, and Marie Reckenbach, and everyone else as well. Or should I say the Empress, and Marie Reckenbach. i get used to calling her the Empress now, because that is her new nickname. At least that's what she's saying. She's calling it. So, folks, we'll talk to you again later on. this week, however, we hope you enjoy the rest of your Monday night. Be safe, be careful out there, enjoy it, however, and we'll catch you on the flip side. And now, ladies and gentlemen, here's a little magic for you as we close out today's show. Here we go.
3: Uh yeah.